Good morrow, adventurers and adventurettes. Welcome to the Standard Array, where five Australian millennials play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons with our imported British DM, Elliot. Our adventure takes place on the sword coast of Faerun, where myself, Ben, play Fergus, the now high elven paladin of Mistra, with Julia playing the wood elf ranger druid, Mariel, and Matt playing Doze, the half-elf bard, Jacob playing Kamos, the fallen Asimar warlock paladin of Gods Unknown, and Sally playing Evie, the halfling rogue. Together, we are the Moth's Wings. Gosh, you guys missed out. Uh, welcome back to the Moth Swings. We're ready to go. Um, ben gave me some directions before this started. They've all gone. So <laughs> we're just going to play D&D now. Um, welcome along. Thanks for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. Buy us a, f- a muffin or something, haven't we? Um, anyway. Uh, I, I don't, unless we make a patron, we're not going to have that. They can just buy us a muffin. Yeah, you can, we don't need pay. Like, if someone offers... Like, I'll, like outside of D&D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah that's fair. We'll, that's set that's up, fair we'll set up a P.O. box for muffins. If, if you um, enjoy this podcast, <laughs> please send us a muffin. Yeah. Yeah. I'll meet you at Chibo. <laughs> <laughs> you got that muff muff? <laughs> Did they good muff? Yeah, I got that good muff. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> As you can see, this is not content for the underage. Um, everything will be sexual. Um, or sweary. That's a good name for vodka. Muffin teat. <laughs> the fable at the teat. Oh, shit. That's actually not bad, eh? Um, it would not be allowed on many websites, though. Like iTunes, I don't teat. know. If you Probably not the most monetized. You wouldn't would would be able to have teat. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, uh, let's play some D&D. Um, so, last week, session, the time we played, yesterday, maybe w- maybe ten minutes ago, if you've just finished listening. Um, the Moth Swings. God, where did we left off? You <laughs> just killed a dragon. <laughs> you think they, they took a ten minute break? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that was a great episode. <laughs> well, they had to get some loot, they could be doing. Um, so you just killed a dragon, you went um, hunting through its lair specifically for treasure. You'd accomplished your mission at that point, and you wanted loot. Um, you chased through some kobolds, uh, got icy hot um, in a bizarre scenario involving um, kobolds ziplining across the ceiling. Um, Fergus met an untimely end uh, when he accidentally teleported to the wrong place um, and came up against a spirit troll who killed him. 1v1! Fergus was then uh, reincarnated as a high elf um, which means several was previously things. a turtle. He was a turtle. You guys didn't pick that up. Um, which means several things. Some of his stats changed. Uh, he was naked. Um, <laughs> he has an eight-inch dick. Um, seven. 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 Sorry, didn't dick. want to overestimate. Um, <laughs> and he says it's eight, but it's really seven. That's what he tells me. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's um, also has no armor now, so his AC is ten. Kids. Um, and most people were pretty tired, but low on spells. You then went back to the door, went through, and in the last, like, 15 minutes of the session, um, Evie killed a man. Um, so, right up in front of... Killed uh, a member of governance. Yeah, so Gordis, one of the wizards. An archmage. Uh, one of the wizards um, who was in the council at Silver Moon in the Simic League, uh, yeah, was just straight up murdered. So she heard a voice in her head from a god. Time froze and allowed her to walk up behind him and just cut his throat. Uh, the body are now somewhat concerned. 
um, and that's where we pick up. So what do you got? Oh, do you want to roll that d8 for your um, roll tether? Does it, if you just not respect Archmage All three of you rolled seven every time. It's really easy to remember. This is great. Okay, so you've lost seven of your 20. Seven of 20? Yeah, 25. 20. Oh, make it most of it. Like a tarot? But before we go too deep into the moss swings, Xerus, you have just seen this bright light come out of your eyes. I guess you can't see that. I don't know how it works. Um, your vision is red. You feel this like uncontrollable anger kind of building up inside you. Um, but you actually can start to see things around you now in this kind of weird, like very metallic room. There's a lot of like benches. Um, there seems to be some tools on the side that a lot of them look very alien to you. Um, and yeah, and you see this, um, the crumpled remains of this sort of squarish figure in front of you. Your vision is still like taking a while to come to you. It's kind of hard to see. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, what I'm trying to stand or or move around the little box that I just destroyed to get okay. further into the room. Make a wisdom check. <clears throat> Four. Four. Um, you try to stand. You realize you're you're pretty much at ground level. Um, you're kind of like a little bit off the ground as you kind of get the sense of your bearings. But yeah, you find it hard to move and you can't really... It seems like all the movements and all the actions you've taken so far have been subconscious and almost out of your control. Um, whenever you've tried to do something, it's not really worked. Um, so you struggle and then after a time, um, you see, I guess, what appears to be a door um, on the opposite side of the room in front of you. So, and you, you, With the door opening, you see that it's actually quite a large room. You see these two doors just kind of slide outwards and then close as a figure enters. Um, you see uh, another kind of roundish, uh, roundish figure um, kind of move into the room. Um, and then immediately you watch as like this like spindly arm kind of stretches up and like hits something on the wall. Um, and you just hear beep up, beep up, beep up, beep up, beep up, beep up, beep up. Um, and the creature then immediately just steps backwards and it's hard to make out any details like very roundish and like spindly arms um stepped backwards out of the rooms and the doors close and then from where the doors were a heavier door just seems to like descend and sits into place like thick kind of like metal metal door and then you feel something cold against you um, and you kind of try and look around, you can't really see anything, but this kind of chilly sensation comes right from the back of you, right forward. And then after a second, you see this liquid kind of starting to rise in front of you and begin filling up the room. And slowly you watch as this, to your horror, <laughs> as you can't move, this water or some liquid of some kind rises and fills the room to the ceiling. Um, you see the bits of objects and tools are starting to float around, some of the less heavy ones, um, but you are now seemingly stuck underwater. It was a lot better knowing that I don't require, like, I can't breathe, like there's no lungs. And you do, and still you, you kind of, you're still panicking, but you, you, you find that you, at least you don't need to breathe or you can't breathe, but not in the sense that you're drowning. Yeah. Um, but this bubbly water has now just filled this room that you're in. Are you terrified? Because oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
pre uh, pre podcast guys, uh, Zaris has a phobia of water and being on, in, or around it, and is now submerged in a room of it. So yeah, right. <clears throat> kidnapped by giant cockroaches. For the viewers just <laughs> yeah. starting, um, where are you currently? I don't know. And how did you end up here? You played a game with cards. <laughs> I drew a card from the deck of many things and had my, had my soul stolen. Now I got banished to the Shadow Realm by the eye of Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I am hidden away somewhere. And I know where. You know where. None of the rest of us know where and we're trying to find me. Yeah. Oh, Elliot, where is he? Uh, <laughs> 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 um, okay, so Watch back with <laughs> DC fifty boys. Um, <laughs> back with the moth swings. Um, yeah, so you you see, so you've been trying to use prestidigitation to clear up the blood. It won't be able to remove a liters of blood. Mm. Um, the spell is designed to remove like it would remove a blood stain. Um, so you're slowly like it's, it would take you a long time to clear all that liquid it's mm. quite a lot but you are kind of maybe preventing it from pooling right out across the room um, and spreading out underneath the doorway yeah. um, so you're kind of containing it to an extent but you're yeah. not going to be able to clear it basically. That, sounds, that, that sounds fine I'm, mostly what Fergus is doing at the minute is just A it's a new ability mm. and he's just figuring out he can do it and B is just trying to be helpful in a situation where he's hitting the panic button yeah so this the guy that we've just killed his name is Gordits yes yeah it, does he have like a cloak or something yeah so he's wearing um he's wizarding wearing robes um, <laughs> I, so no I, I'd like to grab that robe roll it up and stick it under the door so the blood doesn't flow out okay so it'll take you a couple of minutes to undress him like he's I just want to like rip the cloak off Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. He's not wearing a cloak. Sorry, he's wearing robes. Oh. Sorry. Um, is, is there like a carpet or anything? Well, that would uh, there is actually. It's, it uh, seems like my prestidigitation, or whatever this ability I have, is is kind of keeping it at bay at the moment. The, I mean, the blood's not too near the door at the moment. There is a rug that sits underneath the desk and the chair where he's sat on. Um, the rug itself is now very blood soaked. Still good for when we leave, though, so it takes them longer to figure out what's going on. Well, yeah. Can you remind That's me of the, kind of the basic layout of it? Yeah, um, it's a pretty small um, room. Um, like, you come in through a door, and right, almost right in front of you is the desk, and then there's, he's, he was sat in the chair behind it, it still is. Um, there was a little, on the right-hand side, there was, um, as you enter, there's um, a couple of open windows, that no glass, and that's where that raven came in that you saw. Um, who then sat on his shoulder, and you can still see he's the raven is still just sat on his shoulder, kind of like cocking its head at you. Um, you see that the rest of the walls on the left and on the back are just bookshelves, basically. Mm. It's pretty much wall to wall bookshelves, and they're almost all ceiling height as well. Okay. Um, can I have a look around for some sort of receptacle that would be able to hold several liters of blood? Sure, make an investigation. <laughs> This would be a 22. 22. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm good, people. So um, you open up one of the other drawers in his desk and find there's like a, a whiskey decanter, which is almost all empty. Um, so there's like mm. a few shots of whiskey left in it. He, he doesn't have jars and vases and stuff lying around. That's probably the best you'll find. Uh, but that would even hold, only hold about a litre or so. Do we have a... Who has a portable heart? Uh, 
So are you going back in the room? Because you no, guys were outside. I'm just going to go back to the What do we see outside? Um, you can make a perception check if you want to go there. Can I shot that whiskey down? Yeah, sure. That's pretty fucking good shit. Something. Yeah. Uh, like 20 ish. Can you <laughs> 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 need to specify. I got a good number. Don't, don't you worry about it. Don't worry about it. Whatever you little head. I got 26. 26, cool. Right. Yeah, because I didn't know what your modifier was. All right. Um, you kind of keep a close eye after you kind of like wipe away the tears from the initial shock of the event. It's it's all going into Amos's clothes. Yeah, so your cloak is getting a bit sodden um, and snotty. Um, the down the kind of the spiral staircase, there isn't much that you can see. Um, you're fairly confident that there's nothing or no one immediately coming. You don't hear anything. You just hear the gentle kind of like atmospheric sounds of life outside. You hear kind of Frogs croaking, yeah. Um, and I'll try a frog. But you hear frogs croaking. You hear kind of faint voices of people, but nothing that concerns you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fergus and I would like to try and move the desk and also his chair so that we can get the right. Okay. Um, the desk is pretty sizable. Um, so both of you make a strength check, or one of you. Uh, do you want to give me advantage? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, strength, strength? Yes, please. Uh, 21. Um, okay. So it takes you a few minutes and there's a couple of uh, and scrapes and grunts and from some of which are from Fergus. Just uh, lifting it up. Just stretching out the new body. It's pretty fucking heavy. It's like almost like a solid desk. Um, but you do manage to shift it off the rug. And did you say the chair and the body as well? What are you doing with them? Uh, that was just sort of, I think, just moving them off the rug so, so that she can take the rug, the rug and roll so it up. The yeah. rug so that I can plug the door when we leave. Right, got it. So you can do that if you want. Yeah. Um, should we go maybe get that wish before it's too late? Um, can I just check around the bookshelves to see if there's anything interesting looking mm-hmm. or any interesting Investigation titles? check. I've just got the rug rolled up and ready. 22. 22, okay. Um, just give me one second. second. <clears throat> Um, you find um, most of the books seem like um, fairly benign just kind of arcane study books Um, a few titles catch your eye though as kind of standing out for various reasons Um, one you see um, is uh, entitled um, The Demon Lords of the Apocalypse which just sounded like a pretty intense title Um, and either is a hell of a novel um, or some really interesting factual information you're not sure um, you also see one that says um, onwards and downwards, um, and it looks like a very well-thumbed spine of the book, like it's very worn. Okay. Um, and finally, um, you find a book um, which is... You kind of look at it because it, it has these mysterious symbols on the side. You don't understand what it says on the spine. You kind of pull it out, um, and it's very sinister looking um it's black leather um but it doesn't look like kind of traditional cow leather it looks like some more mysterious creature it's very scaly um and you see that this book has a lock on it kind of similar to the one you picked up from his desk um but also um a series of thin um thin very very thin but silver chains that kind of wrap around the book and are tied into this lock okay i'll take all of them 
Okay. Does it seem, is that so seem as like you, an arcane lock as opposed to a mechanical yeah, lock? Yeah, you'd have to take a look at it. But there, there does appear to be a keyhole. Um, as you pull out the onwards and downwards book, mm-hmm. um, you would notice that um, behind it, um, on the back of the bookshelf, there is a small square recess. I want to press it. <laughs> I want to press it. <laughs> you press it and you oh, can... Yeah. The whispering you guys were doing it as the Raven Queen thing in the last one was really hard to hear. Oh. Especially for me listening from a Was I whispering? What whispering? Oh, like it was just yeah, very like... Oh, quiet. quiet yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. A, Stage like whispering right up next to the microphone. Right, yeah. noted. Most most of it <clears> I was in a tractor when I was listening to it. Yeah. But I'm going to be in tractors when I listen to us. Yeah. Um, you try and press it, and you can feel like um, it, it should go in, but just pressing it with your finger doesn't seem to do anything. Um, it's a really it's oddly small as a kind of like recess. It doesn't look like mm. a button. It's a bit strange. Does it look like something would like fit in there? Quite possibly, yes find anything on his body? Like any Got physical thing? The ring, but you said it was a square shape. Right? So that so the ring itself is kind of squarish. Um, it's like it's round at the bottom and it comes up to a squarish level and then set into the top of that is a well cut ruby that kind of sticks out the top of the, the ring. What's that ring that in there? It fits perfectly. Um, you put it in and you see this like flash of red light. Um, and then you kind of like hear and you kind of start getting concerned and then you see you step back and then the bookshelf (laughs) sets backwards and lifts upwards and what you see beyond is very weird Um, you see this kind of very thin narrow corridor just the width of the bookcase which is you, if you were a slightly larger person, say a turtle, you would probably have to go in sideways. Um, actually, that wouldn't help with the turtle. Um, but either way, <laughs> it's 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 a very narrow passage. Um, yeah, yes, yeah, that's, that's right. It could be a real hindrance. Um, but this, you see what appears to be a set of stairs. Um, so the first step is level is normal. The second step is sloped slightly downwards, and the third step is sloped even more. And it looks like it just curves downwards. This like. It looks like a set of stairs, but... Goes upside down. It kind of looks like it would. Jesus. So the rest of you see, and the two of you outside here, this kind of mechanical movement coming from in the room. And you've... Did you hear that, Camus? What are we doing? Should we be leaving? I'm going to get out of here. Maybe. Maybe we don't have time to be investigating mysterious passages. We could hide his body in there. Hello. It does seem like possibly... But, but if we can shut it behind them, would they even be able to find it? But then on top of that, who's to say there's nobody in there that's going to find the body that we ha- try to hide in there? Oof. It's a risk I'm willing to take. We're in a situation where time, time is still, not on our side. We'd really like to get that wish before they find out what's happened. Yeah, that's why we should hide the body. <laughs> you're really going to tell me, you're going to stand there and you're going to tell me that you're going to go into that mysterious hidden passage Drop a body and not go any further. Mm, maybe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I don't believe that for a second. If we can think of a way <clears throat> to get the body in there, clean up the blood, make it look like nothing's happened and he's just out, then we can leave that there, go get our wish, come back if we still have a chance. If not, forget about it. But do we have a way to clean up the blood? Because otherwise I think we need to go. 
spray your dagger just in the in, thing. into here. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to get like see if I can have a look. You said okay. it was pretty dark, right? Yeah, it is dark. Um, and also, dark, you notice yeah. that the roof of the corridor curves downwards with these weird steps. So you'd mm -hmm. have to kind of like step in and start navigating it. I want to step in until the point where it's literally vertical. Okay. Until I like physically. You, you want to start not walking. Be able to stand. Yeah. Got I'll, I'll follow behind so, her just a little bit. So you step in. Um, so you step the first step, nice and straightforward. You know that it's good. You tentatively put your foot out on the next step and it feels sort of okay. It feels like you'd be on a like heavy slope. You kind of put your next foot next to it and you kind of like wiggle a bit and then you feel like you're still centered and you're still standing upright. And you take another step and you, you now still feel like you're standing upright and you look up behind you and um, Fergus is kind of at an angle to you and he's standing upright and looking at you very strangely and it seems almost as if the gravity has localized each individual step and as you take a step you still feel like you're just walking perfectly normally Excellent. it's not normal at all <laughs> can I see anything? Um, you'd have to the, you can still see it curving beneath you you'd probably have to go underneath um, or keep okay. going until you to actually see something okay so you keep going um, and you step right the way around and it's a very odd sensation um, but you eventually you step downwards but then you're level and you see this room before you no door um, just kind of open slightly larger than the room upstairs but sort of a mirror there's a lot of bookshelves around as well in the center of the room there's a there's a desk um, but the desk um, has on top of it what appears to be a body of some kind you see a lot of blood and mess, um, and you see tools around the body as well, as well as vials, bottles, um, and you see another small side table right next to it um, with a open book, um, just kind of there, and a, uh, there's an inkwell and a coil right next to it. Yeah, what can you see there's from also there's, um, a chandelier hanging right above this kind of body um, that's kind of giving this room this kind of light and eerily lighting this whole space. You'd have to get closer to kind of inspect it, but that's what you see. Okay. Evie, where are you going? Uh, what can you see? I'll just um, hold out the dagger and put this, that blood with the rest of the blood. <laughs> <laughs> the okay, blood in so there. you kind of... Um, did I give it a magical word to activate it? Yeah, I, I think remember. you did. Oh, you just said you can use a second command word. So what do you want the second command word to be? Spurt. spurt. <laughs> so you say spurt, and then almost it's full of blood, almost like a hose pipe. You have to hold it at your hip as it goes, <laughs> and you start like hosing down the room with this blood. Uh, it sprays, it splashes everywhere. The room is absolutely soaked. You have to brace yourself to stop yourself being blasted backwards. Uh, but after a few seconds, the bag, the dagger just kind of fades out, and there's just a few drips. Shake Worst it off. Case, we can just frame done. this guy as a mass murderer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he might be already. Um, so the room is now considerably bloodier. You've got some all over the books and like the table and whatever else in here is pretty much it's all covered in blood. Yep. Okay, I'll come back up. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, you two. Um, so whilst you're still out the front, kind of hearing a bit of a ruckus behind you, um, you do begin to hear footsteps coming up the stairs towards you. Mm -hmm. I'll just stand. Right, I'll, you said, was it a narrow stick? Yeah, pretty yeah, narrow. I'll just stand at the top of the stick. So, like, one, you could push past each other, but generally it's like one person, kind of like yeah. an old castle staircase kind of thing, spiral yeah. staircase. Great, so I'm just standing in front of Camos and, like, wipe my face and 
pick myself up, so I look normal. Okay. <laughs> um, so you just wait for the yep. approaching figure. Yeah. Um, and so you do wait. Um, and after a, a few seconds, coming up the spiral staircase towards you, you see um, a humanoid figure. They have um, pale, pale white kind of alabaster skin, almost similar to Kamos's, uh, actually. Um, they have this um, silvery... It looks like what would be silvery hair, but it's kind of cut really close to the scalp and almost bald. Um, you see this individual is holding in front of them um, uh, a silvered kind of um, tea, tea set. You see they've got a little tray and they've got a teapot and a couple of mugs on there. Um, and then you also see with their third arm they are holding a lantern. Um, and with their fourth arm they are steadying themselves against the wall. Um, they look... In a sense, they look like they're perfectly normal, aside from the fact they have four arms. They just look like they're any other human. Um, you see them wearing black robes, um, and you actually see um, around their neck, um, just almost like um, like a choker kind of thing, they have a silver chain that just is right the way around their neck. There's no crest or... No, nope, it's yep. just a chain. Okay. Um, there's no lock, key, link, uh, or broken links or anything. It just seems to be perfectly formed around it. So this figure kind of comes up the stairs and sees you and stops, um, and then bows its head uh, and says, "I bow back." Okay. <laughs> the master needs his tea now. They're talking about some confidential things in there. They kicked us out. Uh, perhaps it is nearly dawn. The master needs his tea now. Well, they seem to be on some time-sensitive matters. Um, if you'd like, I can uh, wait until he's finished and then pass it through. You are offering to help? Yes. This is very wrong. The master needs his tea now, and I must deliver it. Mm. Well, I, I don't think he has time to, to eat it now. Maybe you could come back in a few minutes? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Ooh. 32. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit! Holy shit! Okay, doke. Um, <laughs> you get what you want. Natural twist. <laughs> the the person before you seems very put off by everything you've said to them and your presence. They just seem very unnerved. Um, I would say as well. Um, make a. It would be just a nature check, please. Both of you, because you're both there. <laughs> Um, and minus one, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This is my three. <laughs> this is my worst stat. Oh, cool. Twenty-one. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but bef before you explain anything, um, do does their attitude seem in any way like oh, kind of an insight check and see if there's in any way hostility? Sure. Or if it's just pure yes. just in insight. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? This is a good dice. Is <laughs> this your new dice? Yeah, it's a party dice. Oh. Um, you notice that they they genuinely just seem perturbed by something about you they don't seem like they have any hostile intent you can't see any weapons on them um, nothing, no hostility is detected Okay, cool. what you pick up from your history check, um, history or nature? nature, sorry um, you kind of connect the dots and you look at this creature and aside from the fact it has four arms, it very much reminds you of um, descriptions and, and stories you've heard about um, drow, as in the dark elves. That white skin, these pull pointed ears, 
but it doesn't certainly seem to have the attitude of drow who you know is like raiders and pirates and kind of um, all around nasty people. hostile yeah <laughs> but none of that comes across to you um, this person in front of you seems very um, subordinate um, yeah so that's what you kind of glean from that moment um, so you persuaded them as well there's three checks and nothing's happened yet um, <laughs> we gain knowledge <laughs> you do gain knowledge um, the person kind of like takes a step backwards down a step um, and kind of the master needs his tea this is very unusual will you deliver it for him but of course and then kind of puts the tray down on the step in front of them and then like bows and goes almost right down to the ground from the waist like bows as far as they possibly can um, and just kind of looks up to you again and just says I owe you my life God. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just, it's just tea, and I, I approach and I pick up the tray. As you kind of approach, they kind of like step back in a little bit of nervousness, uh, and then kind of like look at you both again, and then starts hurriedly walking back down the stairs. Right. Uh, I call out after them as they're going. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear any response, but you do hear the footsteps pause for half a second before continuing. <laughs> Uh, I do pick up the tray and take it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what's on the tray? Uh, it is. Um, it's just uh, tea and then a couple of like biscuits and pastries. It seems like um, it's his morning breakfast. Um, as you are pretty much approaching dawn now, and you guys have not slept. So, um, can everyone make a constitution save, please? Uh, and I believe you're on your own. <laughs> Doze is next to the paladin. You're a paladin. Marielle's next to you. Awesome. That's the plus two. Saving three, yeah. Was it con? What did I get? Oof. It's famously not <laughs> Evie's strength. <laughs> it's not even your worst saving throw, but it's still not the worst all. roll. Not that what have we got? 24. 24? 10. 10? Uh, 10 and 20 for Linda. Cool. 20. 11. Okay. You're all very, very tired, but I'm managing to push through without any negative effects just yet. I eat this soon and then offer one to come <laughs> They're very light and um, they have little little currants in them. Uh, little currants in them and sugar dusting. They're very sweet and yummy. It's, it's Kamos's one feminine trait. She really sweet. loves delicate food. <laughs> um, yeah, and there appears to be a hot pot of tea as well. Um, and there it does appear to be um, small silver teacups that appears to be set. I think on the first day in Neverwinter, Corb took Kamos to a to pastry, to a pastry, to a bakery for, actually, for brunch. Yeah. Right, yeah. There was a brunch there. Um, yes, so um, yeah, so there's uh, tea set, biscuits, and seven cups. Um, seven cups. Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. That's the yikes from me, dog. Um, One, so two, three, four, five, six. Oops, six people. There's a cup for seven. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, uh, he's expecting other people to turn up at any moment. No, I think it might be for us. He might have been expecting us, maybe. Mm. Well, he was expecting. In fact, he. He, he might have he might he might have sent for tea as he as he as he came to get as he brought us, us yeah. But didn't didn't the half orc bring us here? He, yeah. yeah. Uh no, he was he brought you part of the way. Part and of the way, and then, then you were intercepted by um, Gordis, who ah. then led you off in this other direction. Just Jesus to be safe, Christ. let's wrap this up quickly. Yeah. I owe Malor a um, this, uh, bottle of whiskey. Get this room <laughs> looking back to normal. Oh Molo, yeah, Molo, yeah. Just stepped out for a moment. So do you? So you come back into the room with the tea. Um, or do you stay outside? outside? You'll stay outside. Stay outside. Come back. Oh no no no! I no I will fulfill the wish and deliver the tea. Okay. <laughs> so I'll walk into the cool, room. Cool. 
and then I'll put it on the table. Okay. And I'll and I'll quickly like turn around and walk out. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, you but, don't see Evie, but you do see this hole in the wall, which explains the, the moving mechanics. I'm like not looking at anything. Yeah. Like any any of the blood or the body, just like yeah. down and out. <laughs> Cool. Disassociating with the crime. Um, you two up top. So you obviously saw Evie go down. You heard what sounded like a hosepipe. Um, what do you two want to do while this is happening? And you also heard. You, you two would have heard the conversation outside. You probably not because you've not got great perception and you were wondering. And I was hoping. Yeah. Uh, I guess for the most part, I'm waiting to see what happens with Evie. But I will just stick my head out into the hallway, just see what's going on. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you'd have heard the conversation. Doze would have come back in with the tea. From the perception of, like, in, you guys inside the room, like, the body would have been killed, and then I would have just ran out with chaos and then come in to bring food. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just catering. Catering for murder. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, so what did you want to do? Uh, just going to keep an eye out, and I've got my rolled carpet just ready to either drop at the bottom of the door or hit someone with or just I don't know I'm it's, it's very heavy it's quite a large amount of carpet um, you, <laughs> it's a big roll um, but you could you could definitely set it at the base of the door if you wanted yeah I, d- I don't want to like block the door yet but I'm ready to just like put it down as we're running away got it um, I'll just be standing at the the last step before the steps angle yeah okay just sort of so the wait. first step yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is also the last step before the steps angle. It so. is. Yeah. wrong. Yeah. Just waiting um, for Evie to come okay. back. Yeah, because you can't see her. Um, you do hear the noises. Um, yeah. That's it. So you're just going to wait. So um, back to Evie, what did you want to do mm. after you've finished hosing the room? Down, we'll come back up. Getting everything good and covered in blood. Yeah. Um, did you want to take a closer look at anything? Or no, I'll just come straight back up. Okay. Um, as, uh, as you come past me, what did you see? Some fucked up shit down there. Is that right? Yeah, been, there's blood, blood everywhere. Right <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I'm aware of this blood everywhere. I feel like that that I that I knew. I heard. I heard that. This guy's been doing experiments and shit. We gotta experiments on what? People bodies. There's a dead body down there. So I think we should put this body with the rest of the bodies, <laughs> and this blood with the rest of the blood. <laughs> And then we walk away. (laughs) Look, go down for a pint and wait for all this to blow over. (laughs) I I I really, I really, it frustrates me, but that makes sense. Mm. It does. Okay, I'll grab the body. Mm -hmm. Why did I sound like allergy? See, you can probably you can pick up the body (laughs) and so you hold it in front of you in your two arms. um, The my two non-total arms. Yeah, Mm. it's an odd sensation. the, she did a number on his neck like it's still bleeding quite a lot um, but the the skin is like fully ripped open it was like that was a hell of a slice yeah um, that was 64 60, yeah 64 60, points of damage yeah um, so you have the body yeah and then I will take I will go past the last of the non yeah whatever steps and go down and see what okay. see what so you saw it in video, yeah. so it's not it's, you knew what was going to happen, I, yeah, it's, but it's yeah, still very strange. It's still very weird. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, and then you walk into the room now, and you see the same thing. You see that scene, except there is blood everywhere. Like you look at a lot of the books would be ruined by the soggy blood. Ruined, yes, um, um, including the one on the table. It's got a lot of blood splattered all over it. Um, I would like to go and put his body next to that body, okay, and then. 
I want to know like what race or what kind of creature is the um, make a medicine check medicines Ooh, that's a big plus to nothing <laughs> four <laughs> uh, it's actually very hard to tell um, this individual they look like they were a humanoid uh, or they are a humanoid of some kind very very difficult to tell aside from the fact they're now covered in blood and everything in this room is red um, the the, the creature appears to have suffered from some in terrible disease. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of like growths and mutations, like especially around their neck. Um, there's just it's very swollen. Their skin is like purplish and blotchy. Um, they just look like they've had a terrible time. They look exceptionally ill. But they also, you can see their chest has been partially opened, and they look like they've been partway through a dissection. Yeah. Um, so it's they're pretty fucked up at this point. When I drop the body there, mm -hmm. um, I will. So, do you put it on the table, or just on the ground next to it? I'll just throw it over the, over the body, just okay, sort over of. The a, other one. Yeah. This is this is your thing. Yeah. This is your. You can rest here with this person. Yeah. That you did this to, and I will. Just press to digitate the pages of the book that got all bloody. The one okay. that's open. <laughs> Pocket it. So you. Press the digitation will remove the blood. But you notice um, on the some of the pages that are open, some of the ink has been smudged by the wet um, yeah, liquid. So you clear off the blood, and you notice that that doesn't restore the ink, and so it's possible that some of the information is now lost. But you close the book, um, and you can see it's there's no markings or bindings on it. Um, you just uh, I would say you would see actually just in the very bottom right hand corner of the cover, you see a small G and silver writing. Young G. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so then you take that and pocket it. Yeah, and then... Um, the G book. The good book. <laughs> it's the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Written by it's G for God. You've just ruined Christianity. G for right? God. <laughs> G for God. Um, the original copy in... Uh, no. In production. That's right. Uh, and then, so, did you leave, did you say? So... There's blood on most of the books. A lot of the room. books around the room are now covered in blood. They, they, the room is. You gather the room is probably in a pretty messy state anyway. Yeah. Um, but there is now blood everywhere. The bookshelves aren't as full. Um, there's, it's not like upstairs where they've ram packed yeah, in each shelf, but there is several. If there's, a couple of books that I can just quickly just, grab, that, have managed to avoid, hmm. the bloodiness. Make an investigation check. Plus one. Um, while he's gone, I just start soaking up all the leftover blood. Okay. So you regain one charge. Okay. And you um, and you do soak up the blood, and obviously the body's gone now. Oh, um, hmm? All the blood. Yeah. So one charge okay. is about five square feet. Yeah, so okay. you you okay. absorb one charge. How many charges a hole? That is a humongous. No wonder it was like a fire hose. <laughs> Christ Almighty. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. And I lay back down the carpet and move at least the chair back and I'll wait for Fergus's help. Got it. Does the blood, like, spill up the stairs? <laughs> like, out of that oh room? Oh my gosh. Ah, that would be weird. <laughs> not Ooh, quite. That would be weird. <laughs> Try and help you move the desk, but I'm famously not very strong. Uh, so, um, Fergus rolled an investigation of books. Um, 18, yep. You, you struggle to find any that aren't blood-soaked in one way or another, unfortunately. Um, it's 
very difficult to kind of find anything that hasn't been covered. So if that's what you're looking for, well, not something that like like, the, like on the lower end, like the ones that's going to have right. been least ruined. Right, I see ruined. what you're saying. Um, you find a um, uh, a book that, um, as you kind of pick it up, the blood seems to just slide off like um, oil on glass. It just kind of moves without kind of any adhesion, um, and the the book itself has is black leather again, um, and just has a single silver skull on the front cover. Oh. And the good guys keep skulls on. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And the silver helps with the death. He doesn't. Have Did you want to look through the book, or are you just pocketing it? Oh, oh. you're lifting. I thought we were this just is, like. This is not a time sorry. for research. I, I, I feel like it'd be better to um, lift because it'll be quieter. Fergus already feels I'll like he's. He's pushing it, already pushing. doing what he told yeah. Evie not to do, and he just <laughs> wants to get this done. Gotcha. But is is this is a quite a development, and is just thinking of like I'll grab a couple of things so I can see what this dude was into. Got it. Trying to justify his death. <laughs> Post death. Yeah. Post death. Yeah, that's right. Um. So does anyone else want to do anything else? Basically. Uh, if um, if when they start pushing, mm. it sounds really loud. We're not pushing. We're waiting for Fergus to move. Okay, well, Fergus will have come back up, I presume, then. Yeah. And so you're moving what? Uh, we're Putting moving the, the desk back desk in place. Back to where it so okay. we've got, we've laid the carpet down, moved the chair on, and now okay. we're going to move the desk. Right. So it just looks It's still a bit blood soaked and blood stained. This is where you can use your breast digitation. Okay. Um, so yeah. you spend a minute or so clearing that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll try, uh, try and get the door to go back and like put the book back and. Okay. Um, yeah. You notice, by the way, um, when Fergus picked up the body, the, the raven that was there um, just hopped onto his chest. Um, you didn't see anything. Um, the oh raven gosh. then, like, started, like, as you... I guess you wouldn't see it, but you can just see it as he's kind of carrying it down starts, like, pecking at his chest. Okay. Starting the to get chest a snack. of the cool. body. Yeah, of course it is. Um, not Fergus's chest. No, no, no. <laughs> he kills Fergus. Um, yeah, so you don't kind of see anything else. Um, sorry, what do you want to do? Um, just try after Fergus comes back up, mm. try and get the door to go back in. Sorry, yes. Um, so you, yeah, like you reinsert the ruby, um, and that does seem to kind of reset it, and you hear it, and then the door of the bookshelf just sends down and slots back into place, and you put the book back where it was. Yeah. Um, I will keep the ring. You will keep the ring. Okay. Good call. Thank Smart. Um, that's an 18 on strength check to put the... Yeah, okay. Back. So again, a bit noisy, um, but you do manage to um, put the put everything back and try and put it back in a semblance of where you left it. Um, as you kind of got through this and done this, um, all of you can see through various windows, wherever you are standing, that the sun is rising um, and it is dawn now. Are there curtains? No, it's just open to the sky okay. and the ravens. I do a quick check over the room to see, like, does his desk look like he suddenly got up and left in the middle of doing something, or does it look like he could have just gone to the toilet or something and not uh, left anything confidential out? I'm going to call this an investigation check to work out how to make sure the room is telling the story you wanted to tell. Uh, 13. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, like, pull the chair and put it to the side. Like, he left in a hurry. Mm -hmm. Grab a few papers from a drawer and just put them on the table um, to make it look like he left without um, taking care to tidy up. Mm -hmm. Alright, not bad. Uh, <laughs> shall we uh, go get this wish real quick? Yep. Alright, let's go. Let's go have a meeting. 
Oh, do we all look tidy? Is everyone covered in blood? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Evie blood? especially is covered in blood. <laughs> all of the prestidigitations! <laughs> okay, so spend another couple of minutes and remove What a fantastic... Spend time making like, sure we look like, like we didn't just commit a murder. horrific that I got changed race, but how fantastic <laughs> that I've suddenly in this situation it's got prestidigitation. <laughs> <laughs> you you, are you wearing clothes now? Yes. Good. I am not naked. Um, should I try and lock the door on the way out? I was, gonna, I was gonna, suspicious? Um, no, that was what I was going to say. If there's a lock on the door, we should try to lock it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it that's does. how locks work. So, so <laughs> you guys open the door and see um, Hamos and uh, Doze have just been standing watch and um, nothing appears to have happened. Um, you can take a glass of tea if you want. Or a biscuit. I'll take Those a biscuit. Yeah. We've, we've already You've already biscuit. Yeah. Um, I'll take a biscuit. Yeah, biscuit's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Morning pre-dawn whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> you, been a long day. You've got, you had a buzz on at the minute. It's been a long day. Yeah, man. Um, do you think locking the door would make it more suspicious? Because if we want no, it to I make it look like you left in a hurry? Yes, it, it, no, would, it would make want, perfect sense, would you not? We don't want just like random people to walk into the room yeah. and they're just gone. Mm. Like, the longer it takes, I suppose. This, man, yeah, this man's going to have an element of respect here. If he locks a door, any self-respecting member of this society is going to respect that and not enter the room. Okay. So, I think locking the door is absolutely a good idea. Right. Okay. Let's lock the door. Alright. Dave stools it. Dave stools it up. It's right. You don't have a key, so um, mm. try to lock it. 23. 23. <laughs> uh, it takes Do you. I have. Am I a divination wizard? Or are you cursing Maybe. me? It, <laughs> oh, God, that could be that. It, um, it takes you a few seconds and you lock it easily. Cool. <laughs> 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 nice. Okay. How, and the door is looking. Nothing looks amiss, as far as you can tell. When you left, you feel like nothing looks amiss, and it just looks like he's just not here. And these two are both blood free. Yeah, everyone's blood free. Fergus is prostitution. Do we know the way to? uh... Well, I suggest we go and find Moro. Yes. Go back to where we were. Mm. I see a bit of blood on Mario's sandals, and I uh, just spot cleaning now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's getting real anal about it now, and he's like. I'm gonna. Uh, it was less, less about like the um, evidence and more like, oh, the new sandals. The new sandals. Must clean them. That's true. <laughs> I'm wearing the new sandals, have I? <laughs> As adventuring. You are. You are now. I am now. <laughs> In the snow. I mean, you can go we'll, somewhere you've been before. We walked to the uh, We walked from the archmages. I, like, I think I would have had to have walked from there and know the uh, places in between here and there mean. as well. Okay, well, you'd have to, yeah, wing it basically. Mm. You don't really know your way around. No, because we came from the archmage borders to yeah. the portal, and yeah. we went from the portal. So you could go back to Little Sigil okay. and use that okay. as a reference. We'll yeah, that's that's what we'll do. We'll do that. We'll do that. Because tomorrow could be there waiting for us. Yes. Okay. Back to the portal. Anyone else? The room of rooms. No, you're very calm. Who's calm? No one's one's going to ask. Who's calm and is going to lead the talking portion of this? I wasn't involved. Very good. Smart. Very good. This is weird music. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite the right tune for a group of murderers sneaking through a. I let Kamos lead, but point Kamos where to go. Okay, um, so one of you make a spell check with advantage. Well done. Oh, actually, if you're going back to the portal, you know where you're going. Well done. Um, 
So it takes you a few minutes. You work slowly and carefully. Um, you come around uh, the corner of one of the corridors um, and you see um, two individuals um, for you to some familiar in that black robe um, with that thin silver chain just perfectly around their neck um, and um, shaven heads again um, but that pale white skin. Um, Forearms? No. Um, you see um, one of them has this like one of them has a tail. Um, it's it's kind of long, um, almost leopard-like tail, um, and the other one has, um, as you see, they're kind of arranging some um, flowers in a in a in just one of the little um, vases on the side and, and tending to the the um, phosphorescent mushrooms that are kind of lighting the area. Um, you see one of them as they reach up. There's like um like a thin translucent piece of skin that connects like their elbow right down to their hip, and they kind of almost have this like um, webbing. webbing effectively underneath mm. their arms. Um, but for you three, this is a very strange sight. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's still strange for you two, probably. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> not the first time. Do they take notice of us as we? Um, no, they seem to be carrying on with their work um, as you kind of come around the corner, and they don't pay you any attention whatsoever. Does anyone want to do anything, or do you just want to carry on? Just look at them strangely and continue. <laughs> mm. And they do look odd. Um, you've never seen anyone like it, um, and yeah. Um, so you make your way past them. Um, like I say, they don't pay you any attention. You continue on your journey, and eventually, you do you do see another a couple more of these kind of figures as you move through. You see, there's several of them that seem to be tending to the building, and the, and the, the mushrooms especially um, seem to be getting a lot of attention at this time. Um, and before you get to those double doors, where you knew beyond that was Molo's office, and then beyond that further was where you had that council with Hardeth the first time. So, what do you want to do? Are the, the flame check of Steeler always there? Okay, so you just, what, um, what did I so you open the door and go in, um, Mola's not there, um, you do see there are, um, four guards just in the room, kind of guarding the other door beyond, um, they're wearing their dark kind of green leather armour, um, have rapiers and crossbows at the ready, and shortbows, sorry, at the ready, um, but Mola's not there. I guess I'll call out to all the guards. Yeah. Is Mola around? Um, they kind of, like, look at you, uh, What's it to you? And how did you get in here? Door. Uh, we're the no, not that. <laughs> no one is to be unescorted through the Cynic League. Well, who is your last guide? Who were you last with? Molo. And where is? And why did he leave you? He, Molo is the head guard. He would know not to leave you. He walked off. So we we were organizing a meeting with the leader. What was Hardeth. Hardeth. He may have. And Molo just him. left you. He said it was an important thing to set up a meeting with Ardeth, so perhaps he went to arrange that. Make a deception check. Nice. I get advantage on No, no. So are you wearing your mask all yeah. the time? Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. Well, yeah, right. It's either on or off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Unless you say it's off. Unless I'm like, I think unless I'm like... What's, what's the default it. position? Is it default on or default Yeah, off? I'd wear it, okay. and then if I'm talking to one of my friends, or like if, if we were resting, I okay. would take it off. Right, sure. Wow, not very good. Uh, okay. What about you? Plus. Plus nine. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, what's that? Sixteen. Oh. Yeah, good call. Not like you're not even saying Gordas's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of like looks at you. This is most unusual. Regardless, you're here now. Um, what is your business? 
want to see Harvard's product. And what grounds? I doubt he'll just... I mean, he's... We, we've, we've completed work for him, and we're here to um, uh, debrief. We've just returned from Little Sigil. Well, what was your names? I don't care about the details, but what are your... Who are you? Did we tell them we're the Mothlings? Well, it's us, because we are only two... There are only two <laughs> Mothlings. The Brief- majority of us are not Mothlings. Yeah, no, that's what I mean, but I'm trying to... I don't think we gave them a name, did we? Br- briefly outline who you are and your intentions. I've got, I'll look it up in the ledger of, in, of, of meetings. Oh, we, we, are, we are a group of adventurers that are here uh, to ask a favour of Hardeth in, in return for a... Uh, in a favour for a favour. We're doing work for, for Hardeth in return for a favour from him. Yeah, we, we arrived earlier this day. Uh, very well. Kami, and uh, he flicks at one of the other guards, and they go to the desk where Mulder normally sits and kind of pull out a drawer and pull out a couple of books. Uh, uh, when did you say you met him? Last night. Uh, okay, recent entry then. It's <laughs> um, kind of like more elderly person. Um, we came through, through a portal through, uh, through the transport uh, day. We only had 15 meetings yesterday. Um, ah, here you are, towards the end. You must have seen him in the end of the day. Uh, it says adventurers uh, looking for wish. Big job. They might not win. Okay. Uh, yes, that seems to be yours. So you've completed that job now, have you? Mm-hmm. We won. We won. <laughs> Very well. Um, we'll have to see if Hardith is available. I mean, he doesn't normally take appointments, but uh, today. But it's always day off. But if you've come back, perhaps he will see you. Excuse me. And he heads off inside, um, uh, shuts the door behind him, um, and you wait there, I guess, for a bit. There's no chairs. <laughs> you have to stand. Um, the guards kind of are remaining attentive. Um, a couple of them look at you kind of nervously. Um, just you're very well armed and look like pretty um, capable, and so they, you know, would be concerned that should you decide to, you would immediately kill them all, so. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit concerning. Very astute observation. Yes. <laughs> that is accurate. Um, Comforting for us. Mm, um, they, you wait there for a good 20 or so minutes, um, and eventually the door opens, um, and the guard comes back, Cardi, and he just says, uh, yes, um, You'll have to follow me. He's, uh, the rest of the council aren't in, but uh, I'm sure if this is just the conclusion of business, then it should be straightforward. Follow me. Um, and he opens the doors and leads you through to the large kind of theatre-like um, room. You see this, uh, the seven chairs at the top, um, but only with the one at the centre um, is occupied. Um, you see Hardith um, pretty much just sitting down and like dusting himself off, uh, kind of um, wiping his a few stray strands of hair. Even when the pastry comes up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much. Um, yeah, mm. everyone enjoys a, a fine breakfast in this establishment. Um, and you do see um, a couple of these um, black-robed um, individuals just kind of um, helping arrange his robes and tidy him up before they bow uh, very deeply and then leave off through these side doors at the back of the room. So he's sitting on the throne looking down at you all and just says, Oh, so you have returned, and quickly too. Successful? I would peck the crown of skulls. <laughs> oh, I will, I will bow from the waist this time, and with my <laughs> new elven flexibility, just like, straight down, straight-legged, straight up. As will I, not bending my knees. And who is your new compatriot? 
Asparagus. Oh, asparagus. I understand that I look a little different from the last time. I ran a foul. I ran a foul. Tell me what happened. There was a troll that was incorporeal in some fashion. And this was the king below? Oh no, 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 no. The king below was an was an old white dragon. Ah. The, this, She's this been dreaming again. Gest- gesturing to be uh, to. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What did I'm sorry. You say? Um, nothing. No. Uh, he did say she's been dreaming again. Yeah. Um, very well, a dragon. Um, well, I suppose you did what I asked you to do. So I suppose I'd better give you what you asked for in return. Um, very well. Uh, n- name me this person that you're trying to find. And do you have anything of his? We have oh, lots of several his of his things. Um, we are looking... Ideally... Uh, the closer the item is tied to him, the better. You have the list of all the things that are in there. Let me, let me, let me bring up sword. Like sword yeah. it'd, be, it'd be like his original swords, I would say. Just yeah. let me double check his... They're just regular swords that you made magical when yeah. we... Because uh... mm-hmm. they, were, they were a gift to him. Oh, and you should know we, we made no contact with the denizens. Make persuasion check. <laughs> just say it is going to be true. That you're not lying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Persuasion as opposed to deception. Yeah. That's very yeah. Fuck off! That is an amazing dice! That's what bads do, it's their job. Yeah, I know, but still, to get in the 30s, you still need to roll well. Thank you for the dice. That's okay. He um, looks at you Thank and. Um, you seem convincing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 31. Okay. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 20, you are convincing at around 30, 31 maybe. Very well. Um, good. You didn't see anything of these of the villagers at all? Not Excellent. Fine workers. Perhaps you should work for me more often. If this uh, wish uh, ends up yielding great This results. is more of an... Yes. I don't think I can be handing wishes out all the time. <laughs> this is more of an introductory deal, we'll say. Mm. So the the name we're searching for is Zerus. Does he have a last name? We're looking for Zerus. And where is he from? Where was he born? Uh, Waterdeep. Don't look for him. He's not there. <laughs> this is Water part of the roleplay. You guys yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, very well. Um, any family? Um, not that we know of. Not our knowledge, no. Fine. And how long have you known him? Time? Yeah. A few months? Well, well on, on, on and off for years, kind of. Three oh, years yeah, on and off. Me and you have known him for a while. Yes. Um, been travelling with him for a couple of months, but met him a few years ago. Fine. And um, the item? Yeah, uh, this. <laughs> yeah, probably one of his swords. Uh, I believe he's had this for quite a while. Ah, uh, would you believe it? A hack and slash adventurer got himself into trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> The sword. I want to be offended, but I can't because it's true. <laughs> uh, takes the sword from you, um, kind of holds it in his hands. Um, As he walks down to us. Oh yeah, good point. Um, Mage hands it or? Yeah, he'd remain sitting. So I would say he would um, actually, as you kind of like go over, he would uh, levitate and just bring it towards him at the top of the dice and just. Would you like me to project what I see to your minds? Or shall I just describe it for you? Yeah. Please project it. That would be great. I think the visual could be handy. 
Mm. Very well. Um, he's done something very stupid, so he could be very far away, just so you know. <laughs> now, um, and he shuts his eyes. Um, first, I will establish a connection. Keep your minds open. Um, and you feel kind of this warmth in the back of your skull. Um, just um, It's warm, but it gives you like the shivers. It's like, ooh, weird. Um, and you then hear his voice in the back of your mind um, just saying, ooh, Rumi in here. Um, you got jokes. With my 10 intelligence, I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, brace yourselves. Maybe we should sit down. Um and you kind yeah, of... I'll, I will definitely sit there. I will need that warning. <laughs> it will be easier as well if you shut your eyes. Guards, kill them! I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would never. Uh, and you, so you shut your eyes and your vision's dark. Um, and then it goes from being just that like, when you shut your eyes it's dark, but you can still see lights and it starts to fade until it goes that pitch black where you just, there's no light source. Um... You can hear Hardith chanting um, with your ears, or you can hear him audibly, um, um, even though he's not speaking in your minds. Um, and that chanting begins to fade and silence out, and then you <laughs> flash your ear. A vision appears before you. And you see what can only be described as the inside of a machine. Um, you see, or like if you opened a watch. You see an array of gears and cogs twisting mechanically, intertwined with each other, moving around. Um, and as you look closer, you see on the the wheels and stuff as they're kind of mounted up, you look closer and you see there's actually structures. And actually you realize these wheels are massive in scale. And what you're looking at are, are huge, huge cogs like that could be miles across. And there are small kind of towns almost set into them. But they just look naturally like part of a machine. Um, and as far as your eyes can see, these cogs and these pieces of metal are intertwined and winding and moving and everything is interlocked perfectly and, and moving without issue. And then you feel, you pulse forwards towards one of these settlements or structures. And you do see these perfectly square blocky buildings um, and individuals moving around you. You now find yourself almost on street level. You see spherical metallic looking creatures with a single eye set into their body and these long thin spindly legs and they look entirely metal um, aside from this organic eye um, and they just kind of uh, moving around very busily um, but in perfect beat with each other every a group of six of them will take a step in time and just walk perfectly together you see a squarer one um, leading a group of these spherical ones um, and moving them around and directing them. Very odd sight, um, very strange creatures, whatever these are. And you notice that everything appears to be metallic. Everything is made of metal and flawless. There is no imperfection that you can see anywhere. There's no cracks, there's no stains, there's no marks. Everything is immaculate. And then you feel, and you feel like you almost descend below and into the floor of this massive cog that you zoomed into. And you see a small room now filled with water um although you wouldn't know it wasn't before um and you see benches and you see tools kind of set up 
Um, it's quite, a, and I said small, but it, it's a reasonable size once you kind of gather there's actually, it's maybe small for a workshop, but there's still a reasonable amount of space inside. And you see in the very center of the room, a point of light just emanating outwards. That's, it's too bright. It kind of obscures what is actually there in the middle of the room. And you just hear the voice in your mind say, this is him. And though I doubt he is in a form you recognize. I cannot show you that much. I can show you he is here. He is in Makanis, one of the outer planes. No idea how he ended up here, but here he is. You will have to travel to the outer planes of the world. Find Makanis. Find this town. And there within, find the soul of your friend. <laughs> your eyes revert back to normal and you're a bit, bit groggy inside like as your vision kind of is blurry and focuses and returns back into that main room I suppose you're going to ask me for a lift to Makanis now aren't you <laughs> how does one get to Makanis well I do so happen to have a room as you will have seen full of portals and doors I can I believe there is one to Makanis Although you should note, all of my extra planar doors are one way. You would have to find your own way home. <laughs> Do you know what the town that you saw Zeratus soul in was called? It was like a big sign. The town is... <laughs> uh, he, I just know. The town is called Centrifuge. Right. Please be on the interior of one of the many great machines of Makanis. Um, exactly where would your portal take you? Not too far. You'd be maybe... Well, it depends how you travel, I suppose. Gosh, it's all messy on Makanis. Um, I could get you reasonably close. Maybe within several days of travelling and journeying to this town. Do these... Strange metallic beings. Modrons. Yeah. They're called modrons. Modrons. These modrons react well to organic life such as ourselves. The modrons are strictly logical creatures. They move and act entirely in accordance with their commands from their superiors, who in turn act with the commands of their superiors. There's very little thinking in Makanis. Everything is planned and logical and organized. You could be seen, depending on your actions, as a parasite, per se, in the machine. You should take care. Depends on who you interact with. Some of the more menial modrons might just see you as not their job. Uh, the more senior ones you may wish to watch out for. If they detect you as a threat, they could call the entire plane against you if they wanted, at the thought of... Oh, that, that they will, essentially. Just with a single thought. If, if we were to eventually find our friend, hopefully, what would you suggest we do? His soul will be found in a vessel of some kind. You will need to break the vessel, or destroy it, or dispel it, or mm, prevent it from containing him. His soul will then return to his body wherever that is. Where is his body? You've been, I hope you've been looking after it. It's still alive, you know. If you've just left it around, it will die. 
And then he won't go anywhere. People taking care of it? Good. Do we need to have it with us when we retreat? No, his soul will go back. Um, they're good for dramatic effect if you want. But otherwise, <laughs> I, no. I feel that would make things a lot more difficult if we mm. had to take it with us. I agree. You get to feed him and take him to the toilet. It's too hard. Yeah. Someone would get the job of being a nurse. So, I've explained to you that I have a lift. Um, how much are you willing to pay for it? What do you require? Mm, this is for you to offer him. Impress me. <laughs> I have something he'd be very interested in. What would an archmage of the Cynic League in the great city of Silvery Moon possibly desire? <laughs> I have a very pretty dress a which I'm not really <laughs> sure <laughs> a friend <laughs> he sees you all just kind of like looking through your bags like what the fuck have we got here and it's just like come now the most useful items are not found in your bags information someone smarter than the rest of you <laughs> well that's not surprising really. <laughs> we're not the most can I, can I do an insight check and to kind of see if consider, he's fishing for something? We'll consider how, what his response to us telling him that uh, Gordits. Gordits bribed us okay. uh, to um, betray him. So you're making hypothetical insight check, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah. You're trying to read him to understand how well this would go down. Yeah. Okay. It's well, like, going to be hard, but you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on my perception of how they interacted yeah. toward one another. Hate each other. They want to kill each other. I was like, wow. Well, would yeah. you believe? <laughs> mm, one. <laughs> the dice, the dice had to run out. Lucky. 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 Bountiful lucky. Yeah, with the It's out of Jesus. All the ones now. It's it's very hard to say. But he does give you the air of someone who's played politics for a long time and would probably want something that may help him in that regard, or just some secret, a lead on a powerful item that may be yet um, taken, something like that. Just some, okay. something juicy. I think I'm going to go for it. Wow. I got you back. Keep, keep in your journal. Mm. Um, it might behoove you to know that uh, as we entered... Mm-hmm. Nice um, to room with the doors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, to to carry out your your favor, um, your uh, colleague, colleague <laughs> Gorditz, uh offered us some money. It did, yeah. In exchange for what? He proposed to us that we uh, sabotage your operation that we were involved with. Mm-hmm. You will find that we did not. We carried out your task as, as you uh, requested. Make a persuasion check. Please go back to rolling how it was before, please. 32, 32, 32. 21. Okay. Just got really used to that 31 from before. <laughs> 32 or whatever you're wrong. I mean, like I said, everything I said was true, so I haven't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gordits, you say. Now he's going to go looking for him, he's dead, so... You seem like you're being truthful, but I don't understand is why. 
Like what it's worth. Why he would sabotage my operation? Why he would, in turn, putting the chess pieces together, want me kicked out? Well, Aside from the obvious of wanting power, he wouldn't know what to do with it. Unless he has other plans. Well, do you know where he is? Did he speak to you when you came out? He said he was capable of providing our wish. Instead of you. <laughs> One or two of the guys are like, <laughs> uh, he laughs for like 30 seconds. Who's Jordan? Who's Jordan? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't normally lose my composure. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> oh. Sorry, say it again, but try not to make me laugh again. <laughs> he offered you a wish. He, he said that. He could provide the same service you are. He also offered us uh, a sizable amount of, of money, so maybe keep that in mind that he might be paying others to do. Bloody so. enchantment wizards, always up to their tricks. My gosh. Uh, Can't trust him. No, uh, seemingly not. Uh, I highly doubt he is capable of using a wish spell. Yeah. He can barely polymorph three bears without causing an earthquake. I mean, come on. <laughs> Fine, so he offered you a wish. You said no? Oh gosh, you didn't believe him, did you? Well, we didn't do what he asked. Okay. Fine. Sorry, still got, so still got the money though. <laughs> Who yeah. has it? I'm sorry, uh, so did you Did you see him when you left? When you did he come to collect on his bargain? Um, yes, we, we, we saw him. Ah, and what transpired? Not a lot. We, uh, the priority was to see you. We Make have more pressing matters than to speak to the goddess. Deception check. <laughs> Fuck. This is the most important role of the night. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. 22. Oh, no, 24. 24. Oh shit! Ah. It's you rolled high enough to be close. Oh god. Low wisdom, high intelligence. Low wisdom, high intelligence. Low wisdom, high intelligence. Very well. I'll find him after you leave. Now then. Be careful about Gordits and fall over if a raven hit him in the face. Now, um, <laughs> there, there's definitely going to be a <laughs> podcast listeners. I did just like a stupid, like a shocked face. Fine. Um, I suppose you're leaving now, then, or are you intending to hang around? It's early morning. You've been busy all night. You could take a rest in the town and come back later if you wish. We're desperate to find our friend. If it's a few days' travel, we can rest on the way. Very well. It's that rest later thing that put us in fucking trouble now. <laughs> we do not want to rest. Very well. Um, I'll ask some of the guards to escort you there. Uh, well, I suppose we'll have to find Molo, wake him up. Um, Actually, there is one one thing that I would I would ask of you before we go to this this place. I don't do party tricks. No, that's 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 fine. Uh, it's nothing, nothing like that. Uh, I do. 
more of a more of a um, uh, 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 not monetary like a physical uh, request as you can see I went through a rather large physical change in this plane you look much better now if I must say so he's also a high elf so (laughs) (laughs) well that being said um, I've spent my entire life wearing my armor on my back and I feel a little naked just in these clothes and very unprotected if you could in any way provide me with some form of protection or armor before we leave that'd, that'd be just fantastic Make a persuasion check. much lower risk <laughs> much lower risk no, no you're not going to get armor but <laughs> yourself I'm not getting armor. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Fuck's sake. No, uh, both, both of you are gone. Both of you are out. Just ask one of the guards on the way out. They'll just give you what they have. On their backs? Oh, they've got armor. They'll, okay. They'll sort you out. Thank you. Much appreciated. Speaking of which, you'd better leave. I've got to go speak to my colleague. Mm. We're going to have mm. a very interesting conversation. I'm sure you are. Thank you for your audience. Where did you meet him? Were you in his office? Is his office upstairs? Yes, up the spiral staircase. Yes. Good. I will find him there. Okay. Very well. We'll leave you be. I bow from the waist. I also bow from the waist. Okay. As do I. You you back out the room. Um, Just as you see the doors closing behind you, you see him disappear. I don't think we should stop work for armor. I think we should just go. Um, the guards. I, di- I died like an hour ago. Oh, okay. Can you just like grab it and not put it on and go? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The guards are outside, and you just see like kind of moving his books and gradually settling into his desk. Looks very <laughs> tired. Is Molo? Um, it's only a few hours ago he was on shift, so he's back again. Ugh, he summons me again. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Fuck me as well. <laughs> Very sorry so. to interrupt your sleep. We just need quick passage to um, the portal to uh, Mechanus. Yes, I received very clear instructions in my head while I was dreaming. It was weird. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate Come it. Come with me. Um, it starts leading you out the room. Do you have an armory on the way where I could pilfer um, in, an, in a nice fashion, what? of course? No. Some armor. You can't have our armor. That's for guards. Yes, I was told by... Oh, he always does this. You can't have our armour. He's just shitting with you. <laughs> what do you ask you to do? Find left-handed swords? We can no. purchase it if required. Yes. You can go to the city. Um, you could, you'd have to leave and, and travel down to the city. We, we, don't, gu- have, we don't have that we kind cannot, of We cannot sell the, the guards' armour. That is for the guards. That's good, though. Thank you. Um, very good for riding frogs. Uh, come with me. Um, and leads you outwards and back. Unless anyone wants to do anything. So it was. Oh, fucking armor. Little situation. I to I'm going to reach into my bag and get my um, bottle of Jameson whiskey. Hmm. And I'll say, it's, it's not like they make it around here, but uh, it looks like you need it. And I pass it to Bolo. Okay. 
for now. So cute. <laughs> Exotic. <laughs> I, uh, I wink at Fergus. <laughs> Even though you get him to So he leads you through. Um, you go through the sliding doors um, and you get back to Little Sigil. Um, and he mo- moves you through the room in a different direction. Um, and eventually you're presented with this um, square set metallic door. Um, and there is a door there, um, but it is covered in an intricate kind of interlocking barrier system. Um, Molo kind of looks at you all, I hate doing this one, takes ages, um, and kind of like presses a panel on the side of the door frame and a little like lever pops out the other side and it goes, <clears throat> just winds it and you hear and you feel the bolts move and then he goes, reaches down underneath and flicks a little switch. Boom, another set of like bolts move open. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, and he spends a good couple of minutes like oh flicking through the barriers uh, and locks and Drink trying to slowly unlock it uh, and open the doorway. And eventually it does. Um, you finally, the doorway, uh, you actually see is interlocked metal and he twists this final handle and it kind of like, um, it's like a, like a camera lens. Oh. It just opens upwards, outwards. Um, cool. And you see before you, um, a metallic floor um, and very similar imagery to what was uh, presented into your brains. Um, you see the uh, what appears to be uh, realm of Mechanus uh, before you. Um, off you go. Uh, did he tell you these are one way? Yes. Yes. Cool. I hope you like metal um, <laughs> and gestures inwards. Thank you very much. You just as you kind of. Um, you head through the doorway, um, and then the, the, the doorway begins to slowly shut behind you. And then you just see Molo uh, just kind of like fiddling with the locks, and then he pauses, flashes a look to you, and says, Wait, no, get back in here now! And the door shuts. Fuck, I was waiting for Old Mate to appear behind us as we stood there when you said this was and gonna take a few minutes. And disappears. Holy shit. Um, cool. <laughs> We want to leave. <laughs> I believe we should possibly get away from this doorway and then rest. What do, what do the surroundings look like? Um, so you find yourselves on. Um, it looks like it was from above one of those large gears, um, not massive, but um, it's maybe sixty or so feet across, and you notice you're slowly rotating now, um, and you're coming up to a point where the gear meets another gear. Um, this sort of as far as you can see, there's not a large landscape in front of you. It's actually quite close and tight knit. Um, and you just see a lot of these massive bronze gears just interlocked and slowly ticking and turning. You see pistons and other bits of machinery, the steam kind of hanging in the air a little bit. There's no sky. You kind of like peer off over the edge of the cog and beneath it are just more parts of the machine. Some of them kind of grinding together quite closely. It looks like if you were to fall off in some of the spots, it could be pretty painful. Um, the way to navigate this realm is at the moment beyond you you have no idea how you're going to get anywhere um like i say you're just slowly <laughs> rotating <laughs> for now trying to work out what to do um are they rotating slowly enough that you can kind of like walk from one gear to the next if yes so it? most uh, a lot of the ones around you are upright but there's another one that leads forwards and then it kind of like uh, there's another one. There's a little, almost a little pathway of um, interlocked gears that are moving flat. Mm. 
is the sky here? There, you cannot see a sky. You're like inside a watch that, whatever angle you look, you right. just see more gears and machinery. And there's no like wall, for example, if like the wall of the watch. For no, example. not that you can see. Can see. Yeah. Can we see the cog that we saw in the vision? Uh, no. So when you first kind of arrived on that vision, um, your view was very um, uh, high level, um, and you could see what you could see. I guess I would describe as like semi-contained smaller um, mechanical structures. So there would be like a cube uh, and like a thin frame kind of holding it together and within that a mesh of gears. Yep. And that would sit uh, as a piece or even like a tooth of a cog on another mission cog that just is spinning, like everything is connected. You had a much higher level view and you could actually see quite far when you first arrived. Yep. Here you seem very enclosed. Um, so it's possible you're inside or underground or, or, or within one of those kind of, um, I guess, meta machines. Mm. Uh, is there any light source? Uh, there is. There's just kind of an ambient glow to the place. It's not bright. Um, I'd say you would classify it as dim light. Um, so it's, I mean, all of you have dark visions so you can all see, but it's not crystal clear. Should we maybe walk for half an hour to an hour just to get away from here in case they decide to follow us and then set up camp? Sure. Yeah. Which way are you running it? There's only like one path. If you were to just walk flat, yes. Um, you can see there's other, like, to your left, well, it keeps moving. <laughs> to the left when you came in, um, although uh, you keep spinning past it, you see every few minutes the gears align and there appears to be a vertical kind of almost path for like, like if there's like two or three gears and then it like levels out and there's another gear that kind of sits on top. So there could be other options, basically. It's just... There is, there is several gears that are flat in front of you, and there's others that you could maybe climb or ascend somehow, and you might find other paths. Did you like hold them to one of the pegs? You could certainly try. Are yeah. the teeth so big that you could, like, on a stand vertical stand? Most, most of the ones you're around, yes. Yeah. So the, I would say um, the cog itself is probably the width of this room, um, and so the teeth are maybe, like, this big. So you could stand on it, balance on it. You would have a limited time frame before you were squished between the gears of the cog above. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should we take this simple path for now and then once we're all feeling a bit better we can try some slightly more complex things? I think that makes sense. I like that idea. And like I said, they're probably going to come back through that portal or at least, I don't know, come after us, perhaps. Molo seemed pretty upset. Mm. Bit much from this early in the morning. <laughs> he doesn't get paid enough. No, he doesn't. Beyond his pay grade. What am I so tired? Does anyone else need a <laughs> snack, drink, and or toilet break? Real quick. I do, so we're having one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just in a few minutes. Pause it up. Hey guys, we're just quickly stuffing our faces. Then we'll be straight back to the podcast. Thank you very much. And we'll be. Alrighty, right. Um, right, so... Back to it. Um, make your death save. <laughs> <laughs> no, real. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a minus 10 to death save. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so like I say, the cogs whirring, moving around you, clunking, clanging. It's very loud, but very rhythmic. Um, what do you guys want to do? Let's 
That'll move forwards. Mm. Okay. Just slam out of there. Mm. Hit the yank button. Yeah. So you start um, moving through, uh, and you step off onto the next cog, which is smaller, and it seems to be moving slightly <laughs> faster. So you step off, and it's a bit woo, but you manage to relatively well keep your balance. Um, and you start kind of hopping and stepping and moving forward through these uh, these wheels that keep on turning. Um, they the cogs that you're on, they then kind of take a right angle and you kind of disappear around and you lose sight of where you've originally um, arrived. As you round a corner, you see um, four individuals. Um, the roundish, kind of spherical metal bodies um, that you were told were modrons. Um, they're wearing, um, or not wearing anything, um, they have this long, thin, spindly legs and arms and you can see they each have a a small tool um, and they're attending to a cog that's kind of spinning in front of them uh, and he watches they in unison they go beep bop beep bop beep bop beep bop beep bop and just like hitting this uh, cog at like right timing to, and doesn't appear to have any material effect on it but they appear to be very busy in their work <laughs> um, you've also noticed that where you've got to there's no more cogs on the same level there's um, only vertical ones effectively leading off this one that you've just arrived on. So um, this one's a little larger. It's maybe like 40, 50 feet across. And so it's moving a little slower. Yep. Um, but the modrons just kind of wait until the cogs then appears before them and then they hit again. And their rhythm seems perfectly timed that they don't need to stop their movement. They work, they just happen to be perfectly hitting the right spot that they want to the right hit time. Yep. at the right time. Um, so what do you guys want to do? Circumvent them. Mm. Are there any, like, I mean, they're going round and round in front of you, basically. Oh, okay. And then so you're sort of going round on a cog behind them because there's no standing still. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not really hidden; they're out in the open, but yeah. they're not reacting to us. They don't seem to be. Do we want to maybe just go one cog back to put some space and set up the terrain here, just keep an eye? I think we need to go further, don't we? So yeah. we, do we? Do we go up? Are there any like horizontal cogs? Like a perception check. <clears throat> Uh, 14 um, yeah you see there is um, uh, one of the kind of like 50 foot um, diameter wheels that's spinning at the top of it you see there's another tooth kind of locking into it that indicates there'd be more up there mm -hmm. do we want to get a lift up yeah, yeah. <laughs> does it look like there's a way to ride other ones up it would you could try it would be risky. Um, a lot of them interlock on the side as well, but there's one, the one, one of the ones that you're trying to climb, um, you would have to time it right, does miss any other cogs, there's just an open side and you could potentially ride all the way up. Um, it would be difficult because you then have to vault up onto whatever is up on the top. Mm. But you could try. So, and that, riding the cogs up is the only way to ascend, essentially. That's, I mean, that's what you've surmised. <laughs> you, you don't know, I guess. There's, yeah. there's no stairs or anything like that. Yeah, that's what I mean, like, Looking at it, you would be like, okay, to go up, it's cogs up, is yeah. what we would assume. That's our old There's nothing, ob yeah, nothing obvious. Nothing you can see. There's, um, I mean, if you step onto the same cog that the modrons are on, there is like a, there's actually a spindle running through the center of it, um, which is connected again to further machinery. And you do see like other bits of like pistons and, and, and other machinery. It's just that the cogs seem to make it the majority of whatever the workings of this thing is. Yep. And you're know, continuously like spinning around. <laughs> Um, spindle? Spindle? Uh, you could try it. I mean, it seems like it's quite 
um, it's very slim and and uh, smooth. So um, and it just leads further up, and you just see it connects to another piece of machinery. Yeah, and there wouldn't be room to like get through. It's just perfectly fitted to the. Yeah. Yes, it is. Cool. <laughs> Everything there just are no imperfections. Does seem that way, yeah. Are these modrons? Are they like? Are they flying? No, they're just on the ground, just going beep, boop, pop, bing, beep, boop, pop, bing. Do they look like they could? Because otherwise there must be some way they get around. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Are they monodrone? Um, are these perfectly distinct? They can just... No, these ones um, do fly. Yeah, they would, they, they would have it nailed. Because, like, the monodrones have Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> These, <laughs> yeah, that's what they look like. These ones don't have wings. That's true. So we're trying to get up. Should we try climbing, I suppose? Do you guys want to... Do we still have the portable hole? Broom it? We yeah. do, yeah. Do you guys want to jump in the portable hole and I'll just take us up to the top? As you're kind of having this conversation, you notice the, the big boop bopping stops and changes, and they go, bip, 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 and then kind of turn around from their job and walk towards the central spindle. Um, and you watch as their arms zoop and their legs zoop and they just become perfect spheres and then they oh just kind God. of like start rolling and then they hit the spindle and then there's almost like a like a little pull like a magnetic pull and then they roll up the spindle um, oh so the first one does that and then kind of like slides across and disappears out of sight moving through the machinery the next one and then starts rolling and does the same thing and <laughs> magnetically moves Last up. Time. <laughs> yeah. Guess now yeah, we know. Like, did you hear the big whistle? <laughs> <laughs> Signaling knockoff time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. Like probably a best yeah. bet. Their movement's pretty specific, but if you mm. want to do the portable hop, that works. Is there a gap? Is there like a way that you would be able to fly outward? Oh, I might just go up, up yeah. onto the other platform. Right, but like. The way I'm imagining is is because we've got like we're on this platform here and there's kind of like vertical ones here and we're trying kinda, to get yeah. here. Uh, kind of, yeah. So you're here, there's a vertical one there, you're trying to get up here. Well, I can fly so up there's up. no so one like... that's here so we could go that way. Uh, not sure what you're trying to describe. I'm just trying to like, is it the kind of thing where we, if we could fly, we could just... Oh, if you fly could fly, you can just go straight up and okay. get there. Yeah. So there is a way to get yes. there. It's not like completely think, enclosed. I'm thinking it's, it's up here. Yeah, kind so of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a... Yeah. Sort of thing. Yes. Mm. Right, okay. Yeah. Very good. That sounds alright. How gears work? <laughs> We'd have to be quick, I think, with all of us in there. I don't think there'd be much air to breathe. But how, how, how tight? How I'm pretty the third one good at slides up the pole. Yeah. Even yeah. since you're quite small, you could probably <laughs> be on the, got the roof. Of yeah, true. Broom. Gloves. Gloves. Can you carry a normal sized person on your broom? Yes. Like, could you so carry an Ariel? How uh, heavy? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm happy to just climb because I'm pretty good at climbing. Okay. So that would take. Well, I'm thinking everyone could just climb except Timber. So I could just take Timber. You hear little metallic sounds and you see that last modron has not curled up into a ball and got up the spindle. Um, it's walked over towards you and it's slowly oh kind of standing, walking to stand still on the cog so like it doesn't <laughs> move away from you. And it's just kind of looking at you, just beep, beep, beep. I'll just copy it and say the same thing back. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Boop, beep. Boop, beep. 
<laughs> what are you trying to persuade? I'm persuading like uh, Do we like, meant to be here? <laughs> yeah, that this is normal. Everything's fine. Everything's Move fine. on. Right. Okay. Uh, thanks for your concern. Should I try to use my mystery language and I can suddenly take speak beep boop boop? <laughs> if you wanted <laughs> He's thinking real hard. Because yeah, this could be the last thing I the last thing I do with uh, with Fergus. Um, if you want to, you kind of hear the conversation. And you're like, I wonder what he's saying, and at that moment, you realize yeah, you want him to uh, understand. Let's, you let's could. do that. Yep. So you do. Wow. Yep. Oh wow. So you speak modron. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is probably the most niche language. That's very niche. Um, I love it. But I love it. Uh, maybe Fergus just lives in Macarnas now. Um, anyway, so. Um, you kind of you're like ah oh, I wonder what he's saying and then you hear him go beep boop bop bop and then you're like ah oh, he wants to come with us what how do I know that <laughs> and you realise yeah you can understand what he's saying oh, what have I been talking about <laughs> yeah what, what did we say <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, did, what did you guys a lot of really so, racist so you hear things. you hear them talking um, and they're just talking they're saying words but it's absolute gibberish they're just saying like the way the carpet blew away the machine it ate the aircon <laughs> modron is not in language. probably not because it's not a selectable language it's just something that the modrons speak um just added as a custom language i guess um <laughs> But yeah, so uh, you can hear you can hear these two talking gibberish, and like Evie's sort of trying to repeat what the Modron's saying. So um, it's saying like, um, "I don't think I belong here," and she's like, "Belong here," <laughs> <laughs> and it's looking like a little bit perturbed. And then just uh, so Evie, it'll say again like, "Can you understand me?" And she's just like, "Can you?" <laughs> uh, I will walk up. Um, and I will say in boop, uh, boops and beeps. Um, I'll say, sorry, she's uh, forgetful and didn't pay attention in school. Um, you know, I have to think of a voice for this guy now because I was not <laughs> expecting this. <laughs> um, Something we'll beeping. <laughs> no, that's cool, bro. No, um, no so, so you <laughs> okay? So you just come surfer, over. dude. Oh, you can understand me? Yes. <laughs> I don't think she can understand me. I think she's just repeating what I said. Yes, she is trying to make you feel welcome. Am I welcome? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? We are looking for a friend. I am looking for a friend. We share a common goal. Do you know where I can find one? Centrifuge. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was it called? Centrifuge. Yeah. You can find one at the centrifuge. Oh, but I've been there so many times and I've never seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Friends are what you find when you're looking for something else. What should I look for? 
What color? When we saw the room that Zerus was in, hmm. what color? It was. Was it the red light that was coming from the gem, like where he was? You said like it was so. Oh, bright. sorry, no, no. So yeah, um, the room itself was metallic and bronzy. Yeah. Um, there was just a source of bright white light that was just filling the room right, that right. indicated that's where Zerus's soul was. It's like yeah. Zerus' soul light. Zerus' yeah. soul light. Huh? <laughs> He's a beacon of hope. <laughs> <laughs> there is a bright light in a room in Centrifuge. That is where friends are. Oh, well, let's go find them. <laughs> that sounds great. Can you lead us there? I know the way. Do you know the way? <laughs> Can you roll? Negative. Can you fly? Negative. What do you do? What is your function? My our function is to find you a friend. You have one function. It is to support me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's that shuffle? <laughs> it is our underlying directive. Who is your director? Zerus. Who is your creator? Just the hard question. Zerus. Who is Zerus? You're getting the impression as this conversation is going on that this creature is like. I mean, it, it definitely seems off from the rest of the Modrons, yeah. for one. Um, but also that it seems to be interacting with like a childlike naivety. Like, it just doesn't understand or comprehend what you are or what you're doing and and it's trying to fit that into its own world experience um but it's having a hard time um the rest of you just see the beepy boopies uh and zeros walks up and joins in and then the creature turns to him and starts having a conversation you're like what the fuck how did he how come we can't do that you've never heard um fergus beep or boop in your life Yes. Maybe like um when because yeah. dying an hour ago when you when you when you came back as a high orc and you had that language slot it was empty and then when we had the vision through the wish uh, you were exposed to the language via yeah. the wish yeah, yeah. So, like, the I like that because yeah. it's kind of what we were saying was just like he knows another language the next time he thinks he needs to speak something he just can yeah. <laughs> so he was just, just, like, like, it's just a random. <laughs> You just like like the next time you're like, oh boy, I wish I knew what that halfling was saying. You're like, oh, I do, cool. <laughs> <laughs> just happened to be a modron. Yeah. Um, questions are getting us nowhere. Results speak. We must save our friend. We must save our friend. New director. We must save our friend. We must save our friend. And you just hear it going boop 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 boop. And drum bass was invented. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the conversation sort of continuing as long as you're willing to engage with him. Yeah. But the rest of you do want to do anything. Can you understand him, Fergus? Yes. Tell him which way we need to go. Tell him. Ask him which way. We need to go. He 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 knows the way. Okay. He knows the way. Ask him which way. I'm going to get him, hopefully, hopefully he'll lead us there, okay. uh, ideally. Um, that's what I'm kind of negotiating at this point. He seems to be quite... Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, what did I say? We uh, must find a friend. Find a friend or something. We, like must, we must find our friend. Yeah. Um, we, we must save our friend. Is he friendly? 
Yes. Almost a little too friendly. Oh. It's gone sexual. I'll save him. Um, not in my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> not in my campaign. Um, I'll say. Um, then off we go. Off we on, go. F- on foot to on centrifuge. Foot to centrifuge. That's your cue to lead us. What is foot? <laughs> Don't be malicious. Do I have master now? Old master's commands are ringing, but I do not have to do them. Wow. Yes, I would. I would listen to me. I am late. Are you master now? I would say so. Are you master now? Just say yes. yes. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you kind of like you say you try and say I would say so, like a non-committal response, and it just doesn't translate into. My <laughs> <laughs> I said that in yeah. in common. Yeah, basically, it's like I can't get the words out. Um, okay, uh, follow me, um, and so this conversation continues, and uh, then the modron turns on its heels and walks back to that cog that it, well, it was still on the same cog, but um, kind of walks to a fixed point and is now like rotating around in front of you, yeah. and you watch it bend down, and then like very very specifically poke a point on the floor and you watch as a little a, like hatch just whoop, pops open wow just almost like a little oh like gosh. one of those like here it was like you push it and it pops open <laughs> yeah yeah this way uh, okay. on we go uh, ladies and gentlemen okay. by gentlemen i mean myself of course yes ladies and the, and the girls and the girls the girls girls squad Will I show you my home first? Not that I know what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love to say Or it. do you want to go straight there? We'll go home first. I like home. I can show you my toys. <laughs> <laughs> it got sexual again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> to say tools so I don't know if that's better or worse <laughs> but he's gonna worse f- now, he said he misspoke he meant tools home and then he like shuts the trap and the little door and then like waits and then turns and like steps a few paces the other way and then very specifically whoop, and brrr, another <laughs> trap door opens home Oh. Do we get? Do we follow him? What are we doing? Yeah, we yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna follow him. He zoop, kills up into a little ball and rolls down this trapdoor and starts rolling down inside. Oh is, he, is he taking us to the town? He's actually gonna take us to his house first. <laughs> so hopefully we can rest there if there's enough space. Okay. And then is, we can go. ladder down this trapdoor, or is it just a smooth? Uh, you take a look down. It is a smooth tube. It's a squ- it's a square, blocky, just perfect skew- uh, square downwards. Can we, can we trust him? Didn't didn't that? It's not very wide. It's probably like this wide. Then let's consider us straight down. You can't see the bottom. As far as, as, as you can curve see. Or well, just actually, go straight down as far as you can see. Oh, okay. If I was gonna say anything, I think they'd also consider him a parasite. He doesn't seem to follow any commands anymore. Broke it. I think it was broken already and it was just looking for something to take it away from this whole circumstance. So it's kind of mine now. <laughs> so. Right. Okay. 
That's well, when when we get Zerus back and then the Fergus story like wraps up. It's it's that beautiful like art painting of like <laughs> Fergus and this autumn like hand, hand <laughs> holding walking away into the sunset. Sun. It's exactly what I want it to be. Yeah, I really don't want this guy to die. Books or anything? No, this place no. is perfect. This is the trouble with it. <laughs> you can, I mean, you can see there are there are panels and things that are bolted on, so you could try on taking I'd, one apart. I'll just take a ball bearing from hmm. my back and drop um, it down. Okay. Um, so it because it's dark in there, so um, you can only see a certain way. Mm. It drops. It you hear it cling after not too long. Um, you can make an intelligence guess to make a intelligence guess. To make a guess. Intelligence guess. Just straight intelligence. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, you reckon it's probably eighty or so feet? Like it's not that far, but it's would hurt if you just fell. But it's also, like I said, it's also quite narrow, relatively. Okay. I mean, if we're going to rest in these house, I can just climb it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice for you. <laughs> I, can, I can carry something. I'm pretty strong. Um, that's true. I'll, I'll get in there, mm. and I'll try to, like... So you, like, sit down and put your feet on the edge. Yeah, and then try to brace myself from either side. Yep. And sort of just like control Shitty. my slide down. Nice. Solve the puzzle. Make an athletics check. Uh, athletics? Yes, please. Sick. That's Good. a 20. 20. So you're trying to hold yourself physically in place. That's why. Yeah. Just like um, yeah. And you try and... You, it's... It's not slippery, so you kind of still have to like wiggle and kind of slow maybe delta out, but you you manage to do so, and you watch as um, Fergus steadily uh, shimmies down this um, square pipe um, and gets to the bottom. And would Tortle Fergus fit in? Is it like that narrow? That Tortle's Tortle would have had a hard time. You'd probably have to put him in and then wedge him down, kind of thing. That's the thing, like, just move him up. That's, that's another thing to think about, like playing <laughs> Tortle as a race is. Like, you know how there's the game rules for squeezing? Mm. A turtle couldn't, is, would be like, physically incapable of squeezing through a place, a space smaller than yeah. itself because it can't, can't, squeeze, it can't squeeze. So that's something I thought of would a couple of times. Would Simba be able to squeeze? No. <laughs> He's too big. Uh, too strong, he is. Uh, should I maybe. Okay, um, I'm going to put. Him in the hole and shimmy down. Okay. Uh, he's I very uncomfortable with the idea of going in the portable hole, but he does so. Um, he's done it before. Sorry. He still hates it. It'll, it'll, just be, <laughs> it'll just be a minute. Um, <laughs> be, I'll get you right out. He's bad because he's cross. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Changes with mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. and then I'm going to Athletics check, you. please. Yikes. I'm going to get my 8d6 ability. <laughs> Fuck. Please no, I'm on very low health. <laughs> oh no, you're the one rolling. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, 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 okay. So how about oh, that lift camera? Okay. Twenty. Twenty. <laughs> okay, so you shimmy downwards, uh, in a similar fashion to Fergus, you managed to copy him, and you get to the bottom, um, and we'll dissolve the bottom shortly. The other three of you. On the broom. I can just like. You, you have. <laughs> I guess. It's kind of hard. Um, Do like an upwards thing where yeah. he's just like standing holding the broom and descending. Yeah, I mean, how are you descending? Wait, it's right now. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make an acrobatics check. 
<laughs> Acrobatics is different to athletics. Okay. <laughs> and this is for a different purpose, which will be revealed. Interesting. Yeah. Acro? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Athel. Uh, that 20. Nice. Uh, so 27. Yeah. Okay, so you make it through the, the tunnel without issue, and so it's just you two. Yeah, and then I'll try to fly on my skeleton. Okay. Yeah, so you can, you can manage that without issue. Evie's pretty light, uh, cradled in his arms, in her arms. Her arms. Uh, you, you sail downwards. So you get to the bottom. Um, you didn't realize it stopped as suddenly as you thought it did. Um, the root, the area you've entered is like black metal, and so you pull up really quickly and avoid slamming into the ground. Um, the space you're in doesn't seem as mobile as some of the other bits. Like you're not no longer on a cog. You appear to be in a like I said, like a very very dark black space, um, and you can see the the Modron is slowly like wheeling forward down this. Um, uh, to your left, a kind of uh, a long corridor, um, and as it's doing so, you can see behind it, it's kicking up a trail of black stuff, um, and as you kind of like some of it like gets over you and gets into your lungs, and you realise it's soot. Um, there's like this black soot's just coated the entirety of this space. Mm-hmm. But the Madron keeps moving along. Your I let Simba out the front, forget about him, and he self kicks to death. Cool, good idea. <laughs> so you let Simba back out, and he gets back out. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Um, here, and, and then you follow? Oh, now he's got soot belly. Yeah, everyone is. You Immediately, as soon as you start walking, the soot just kicks up. It's like it's inches deep, um, and get, wow. you're getting covered in this black soot very quickly. Oh boy. Is it like a narrow passage? Uh, it's maybe 10 feet wide, it's not too narrow. What about? Uh, ten, it's square, so ten feet high as well. Okay. Nice. Yeah, keep going. You can, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's it's enough. Your physical there. movement through the air is kicking up some as well. It's very okay. sensitive, and it's on the walls and ceiling as well. Like the whole chamber seems to be covered in soot. Um, so you're probably getting less sooty than the others, but still sooty. Um, so you follow on, um, and this seems to go for maybe um, a few minutes, five minutes or so. You start walking. And then, yes? Did we hear the hatch close behind us or anything? Uh, you would have, yes. You would have heard it close um, on its own. Um, and then, um, can someone roll a mega d20 for me, please? Ooh. Ooh. That means one of us is going to die. I'd like this being for like the random events, like when I did the fog check. Yes. yes oh. Oh. 20! Oh. Natural 20! Oh. Hopefully that's good, not bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you start that. walking. That was so you walk for several minutes. Um, can't believe you're all 20. Um, you follow um, the Modron down the path in front of you, and then it stops um, and kind of unfurls, and like the legs and arms get back, and it turns around to you and it says, Scheduled burn is approaching. Ah. Quickly. And then returns to its ball form and starts rolling very quickly. Everybody run, 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 run. (laughs) So you start running um, and you start then beginning to notice the heat from behind you. You feel this heat like building in the back of you. Uh, And then you, uh, whoever, who's at the front? 
Uh, it'd be me direct, it'd be me yeah. following. Okay, make a perception check. As um, the modron has now got sooty and totally black and is actually zooming off ahead of you a little bit. Uh, 19. 19, okay, you manage to keep an eye on it and you watch as it um, skirts up a wall. It's just its arm pops out and it pops another button and another trap door opens and then it disappears inside almost like in an instant. Yeah. Um, you see the heat now really building behind you. This is like a few feet off the ground. It's almost like a crawl space. Yeah. Um, yes, I'll take a moment to pop it back oh, in the hole. Oh. Okay, so you have to get out the portable hole. Yeah. Uh, it takes you a few seconds. Yeah. You put Simba in. Um, you now see a reddish light oh, coming boy. from the opposite end. Climb up in the thing. Start climbing through. Yeah. Um, you just wrap up the hole. Um, I am going to ask you to make an acrobatics check, please. Okay. Float halfway and like help people up into the hole. Yes, yeah, that's that's good. Ten. Okay. Um, so everyone is kind of getting in. You get in, and you're just reaching down to see Marielle when you just start hearing <laughs> this rush of fire come towards you. Make a dexterity saving throw. Fuck. Oh boy. You do have candles right there. Especially <laughs> <laughs> like reaching for you, like, get in, girl! <laughs> okay, so that's a two, plus seven is nine, plus five is fourteen. Fourteen, oh. okay. That's not. Right. Crocodilian. Remember how we still haven't rested? You take uh, nine points of fire damage as you manage to dive in just as this heat comes past in this roar of flame. The flame doesn't get you, but the sheer intensity of the heat does burn you somewhat. Uh, and you scuttle in and you keep on moving down this corridor to avoid the intense heat. Oh boy. <laughs> I was like, I'm a 20. I'll do the burn thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you managed to avoid. There was such gravitas to that roll. <laughs> <gasps> Boom. <laughs> 20. <laughs> that was great. That was cool. That was really, um, really cool. So you continue crawling a bit further. It's still quite sooty. It's not as sooty in here, and actually you realise it's probably just mostly from your friends knocking off the soot <laughs> from them. Um, and then eventually um, you kind of wind and twist. It's almost like you're going through vents in like a film through the docks. Um, you get to a an, a small uh, trapdoor again that has already been opened um, by the modron who's moved through. And you find this small boxy room um, with... It's maybe like 20 feet across. It's reasonably sized, I suppose. Um, and in it, you see there are several tables and they are filled with very, very neatly organized items. You see a set of 12 screwdrivers from in height order, like in perfect alignment. Um, you see nuts and bolts like interlocked and perfectly set up on the table, hanging up on the wall. You see um, just small pieces of shiny metal, but again, they are all very neatly organized. Um, and then the Modron is kind of like, um, stand up and he just says, Welcome home. <laughs> this is very impressive. What is impressive? Positive. It's good? Yes, I, I assume they wouldn't have good. <laughs> uh, I mean, positive and negative, but for descriptors, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Double good? <laughs> Double good. Double good. Good. So good that we will spend eight hours <laughs> in this room. You want to stay? I can show you collections. Quickly. <laughs> it takes a set standard time. There is no quick or slow. <laughs> How much time? 
3 hours, 4 minutes and 17 seconds. One wash. <laughs> <laughs> Two shifts. <laughs> well, if you want, I, like, I am high up now. I don't need eight hours. I only need the four. That's so I true. Can, I can sit there and listen for three hours. <laughs> that is acceptable. Thank you. We will commence. <laughs> and then he goes over to the um, the tray of screwdrivers, first of all, and goes... Sorry. As, as he began that, I was like, everybody, get some rest. I'll Are you not going to rest, rest as well? I'll rest uh, shortly. Um, I'm just going to do the horse thing. Well, deal with the horse thing. <laughs> you go rest quickly. You hear him just like, he starts beep boop up and then just kind of stops and turns to you and waits for your attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I go back and I'll like, hands behind the back, just like. This is the flathead, half quarter inch. Half quarter inch? No. <laughs> uh, half round quarter inch. This is the flathead, half round, one eighth inch. This is the flathead, half round, one ninth inch. And then just starts listing <laughs> the items that he has That's so in great funny. detail. Um, so you just hear him people bopping like for hours. And you occasionally, and I'll just like add in the occasional beep, beep, beep. Just as they're like, "That's interesting. That's nice." Oh, wow. Questions at the end, please. <laughs> The rest of you, are you having a rest? Yes. No, I would like to stay awake. Um, 48 hours straight. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so, um, what are you doing? Long rest? Short rest? Long, Long. please. <laughs> Longest rest of my life. <laughs> okay, um, so the panel that you came in through does shut after um, about a minute. Um, there doesn't appear to be any other entrance or exit to this space, so you feel relatively safe, provided this module doesn't kill you. It feels cozy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's cozy. There is a bit of um, soot now, and you notice that, like, as he's giving you the tour, like, where possible, he's like, I oh, know he can't because he's a monitor right now. Never mind, he's just giving the tour. He'll clean up later. <laughs> I was like, oh, you can do things, two things at once. No, he can't. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Only one thing. <laughs> is anyone keeping a watch, or you're just going to no. trust in the modron? And well, Ferris is Fergus, awake. Fergus is awake. Ferris oh, is, is definitely awake. not awake. <laughs> <laughs> well, in one sense. Um, is it really hot in here because of the fire? It is. There, it, it's very warm and sweaty, but um, it does start to cool down. Yeah, when, when you said we're going through vents, um, like in the movie, hmm. is it like horizontal vents or is it like vertical? There was the occasional vertical, vertical drop, but nothing serious, like a few feet kind of thing. And it was like, it was a similar size to that time you dropped down, um, yeah. but more horizontal. Mostly horizontal. Um. So what? So you're not keeping watches? No. Um. Okay. <laughs> so you all get out your bed gear and start bedding down. Um. And immediately fall asleep, most of you. Um. Evie, as you do go to sleep, um, and you take your rest. Um. Your night is dreamless for the most part. Um. At some point during your sleep, you feel yourself dragged into a dream of some kind um, and you see um, and that extending never-ending plane of light that you saw when you very first met the Raven Queen when you died um, when you were kind of in that limbo state before you were committed to going to where your soul was going or went back to the material plane um, 
And so you recognize this and you see scattered around is a trail of black feathers that kind of lead off. Hmm. What do you want to do? I will follow the feathers. Um, so you do so. You start following them. And after um, a minute or so of kind of drifting through following these feathers, you hear a voice um, echo out across the space and it says, So this time you will follow. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I promise you a reward. Would you like it? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see kind of like materialising in front of you um, the um, the porcelain white mask of um, the Raven Queen um, where the eyes are as a shadow. Um, and you see this body kind of form, except it's like it's like there's a cloak all the way around and she's almost like a perfect cone almost um, um, of black feathers. Um, and there's just this porcelain mask that sits at the top. Um, she's about like 30, 40 feet away from you and she says um, you have the power now I've given you the gift to strike like a raven to move across the battlefield quickly and surprisingly to your foes mm. draw a blade where you stand now I'll draw my Sunblade, I suppose. I was like, you're a buddy. It's like, oh, hi there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about buddy. Oh, what are we doing? Getting a blessing from a god? <laughs> I love that. Is that. You use a sunblade? Yeah, I use a sunblade. Okay. Um, you draw the sunblade and she says, focus on my avatar and strike. Do what she says. So you raise the blade up. It's a bit weird. You're like, uh, it's like 30 feet away. And she's like, hit it. <laughs> you're like, mm. um, you strike and as you do so you feel this rush in you and you move um, and there's a flash of black feathers and you appear behind her and finish the strike oh, exactly behind where she is oh man <laughs> so you may add the custom feat raven's strike to Woo! your abilities and features thank you um, just like a raven <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's imagery <laughs> um they appear from nowhere so um believe you should be able to add it mm -hmm. um do you want to read it out for the class mm -hmm. <laughs> oh it just said oh there we go it just says fuck you <laughs> <laughs> with the blessing of the raven queen herself upon you you gain a semblance of her power you can move through shadow and quickly close the distance to an enemy before landing a deadly strike you can use an action to teleport next to an enemy that you can see within 60 feet or to an enemy you can see within any distance if you start and end your teleport in dim light or darkness. Ooh. As part of this action, you may immediately make an attack roll against the target. You gain the benefits of sneak attack as part of this move, unless you have disadvantage on the attack roll. Once per short rest. Sorry, the thing about in dim light or shadow, yep. do you start and end or start So all? normally you can do it to 60 feet, I think I said, but yeah. So if you're in shadow or if you're just at night, mm. um, you can... Uh, any range, you just, as long as you can see the target. Darkness to but darkness. both the starting and ending yes, position has to be in darkness. Mm. Still, that is really cool. Huge. I'll say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Raven. <laughs> Raven Queen is the usual title. <laughs> thank you, Raven Queen. <laughs> yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen Slave. And that's you are... Capable 
and you have shown interest in what I can offer, I can offer more if you're willing to demonstrate more of your capabilities. We might be able to come to an arrangement. My interest in you is not because you are a doting follower. Tire somewhat of the Shadokai and their immaculate devotion. You provide a novel form of worship. It's very trade and exchange based, but that can be useful for both of us. Do you know why I recommended you kill that mage and offer me his soul in place of yours? Because mm. he was doing experiments? That is part of it. His experiments were designed to corrupt the body, to create disease that spread and killed the body of a person but kept their soul within it. It was killing without releasing the souls, mm. which is an aberration. We don't like that. We do not. <laughs> I see you have been studying. <laughs> um, he follows a great foe of mine. I suspect I know who, but you should investigate yourself. Piece the puzzle together. His actions were concurrent with others. You fought, you traveled into the rift in Neverwinter. There you saw diseased humanoids, partially dead, partially not. I believe Gordis was trying to recreate such creatures, which makes me believe it is part of something bigger. He surely would not be doing this for leisure. Keep your eye out for now. Investigate, piece things together, and share with me what you learn. I will see through your eyes. I will know what you know. So add to that knowledge as best you can. Oh. And in return, should you provide me with something useful, I shall provide you with something useful in return. Okay, I think we can make this work. My mercenary follower. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the rest of the gods hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> and she vanishes, um, and the white plane fades out, and you return to your dreamless sleep. I have a question. Yes. About the um, the ability, is is it like a like a teleport behind them, or is it like a very very like f time freezes and you move behind them? In game, it's a teleport. Right. Um, for personal experience, it feels like you flash there, kind okay. of thing. Like it feels almost right. like a movement. For so, me. for example, if you could see someone and they were like behind, like yeah. Bars. So I don't. If you remember when I described the Gordit's killing, um, she appeared behind him in a flash of black feathers. It's effectively that, but Evie felt herself move. So um, it's kind of like that. Like she can. But it's not the kind of thing where like a barrier that you wouldn't. No, no, no. Through, but could see through would stop. Correct. You. So it, they might be stuck. There might be stuff that can block teleportation, but it's, right. it's considered a teleport. But like a physical right. barrier, like if someone yeah, behind if bars and you couldn't just walk yeah, through yeah, yeah. as long you as you can You can with the teleport, correct. 
So how would that feel for Evie and say she went in the cell someone outside? I mean, it's more just like, like, like everything blurs in front of her and she just like takes the steps and moves and the landscape like pushes past her and she's there mm-hmm. and as she's bringing down her blade. And must she make an attack? After yes, the... it is part of the... Right. So you have to target a creature. You have to go to a creature and hit it and that's part of the move. It's not just a teleport in of itself. And does it have to be a weapon attack? Um, Could you teleport and like punch someone? Yeah, if you wanted to. Okay. Uh, but it wouldn't give you a sneak attack because it's not a dex weapon. Yeah, but then, so yeah, so, yeah. but he's just saying like, so you, could, you could you could use that to like <laughs> I mean, I guess you, yeah. you get to some like it's an ability for her to teleport to some to any of us and be like boop sneak target yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one damage yeah did I specify an enemy creature mm, yes enemy still an enemy there it is hey, hey I foresaw your, your foolish bitch. questions <laughs> hey, hey, if we're trying to get someone it's probably because they're unconscious so even a, a one damage punch if it hits is a crit from two pound death saves you don't no it's more like we need to go over a cliff so I fly across and I'm like hey V you're a fucking you dickhead you're an enemy and teleport across the gap Evie would not punch she would attack I'm sure like if you provoked her enough to be her enemy <laughs> true truth <laughs> um the rest of you have fairly deep sleeps and you awake and may press long rest you oh, how about it um so did anyone else want to do anything in this rest period you get shown the um a collection and then can have your rest also um, um my trance is filled with like not nightmares but very macabre dreams and memories of being a total childhood growing up mm. life outlook just everything to do with the with my life and just the fact that it's it's all painted in a very macabre sense of that is yeah like that is not me that has been taken from me that has been all of these things does it feel like you have like insomnia because you're trying to fall asleep but you can't Probably like that's, and I think that would be part of it. Like it's just the mind is just very aware of what's different, what's changed, what's been taken, shit like that. <laughs> Rico, I don't know. Are you no, I don't. Did everyone look at what their shit like? Mine's recover sixty-eight hit points, five hit dice, nine spell slots. <laughs> lay on hand, lay on hand. Like, getting back everything. It tells you what you recover. I'm excited for you to use that. Same. I just do it Sound like a fun Eevee ability? It's all other stuff. Yeah. We all spells out for a new druidic day. <laughs> That's love the idea of like, yeah, like like if you were in the Shadowfell and you saw a skeleton on the roof of the castle, you could just go, I'm off! Bye! Just there. Like, it can be pretty useful, I think. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is that the cat trying to get in? Or is that yeah. I'm not spoiling the oh, roof? Yeah. Oh, is that it's just out there. Um, yes, yeah, so did anyone else want to do anything in, as part of this rest? items you may want to look at. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I don't have time. I'm getting shown everything, so I can't look at it. I mean, like, because you can take more time after that. Like, people might still be... You've still got, like, an hour, basically, because it was three hours. I might, I might have a thumb through some books. A castle. At night. I'm picturing it. Guarded by many, many, many guards. Yes. Okay. Not adventurers, just guards. Guards. Okay. okay. At night. Mm-hmm. Man on the watchtower. Mm-hmm. Evie kills mm-hmm. as a view of the courtyard. Kills. Probably as not. a view of someone inside the 
Kills. Huh? But it would be every hour. Stab guy. Short rest. It says describe or name an object that is familiar to you. Yeah. Having seen Zaris's soul, would that now be familiar? To it's you? not an object. Okay. It's still a soul. It's still. Did you see any other objects? In the well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, you could name another object that you saw in the room. That would I'd allow like that. Because yeah. it's still only a thousand feet, but. Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah. the direction. Yeah, I would allow that. Yeah, okay. and I'd say yeah, you'd see enough in the features and details in the room. You could effectively locate the room. Because that that'll work if we can get. Prepare that spell then. <laughs> if we can get cool. what's his name to take us to centrifuge. Yeah, we can walk around from there. Cool. Because they still have the same thing. Yeah, so I'll have a look at my books. Do you want to know what this song is from? Spirit, Hi. Stallion of the Cimarron. You didn't, you didn't give me a chance to guess. Did you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I had that on very chess as a child. Really? Oh my gosh. I've watched I've that seen a that lot. movie about 15 times. Yeah, I've watched that a lot I as a young man. <laughs> I thought this was, I didn't think obscure? it was that popular of a film. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's more pretty popular. It's really good. It's a horse that's got a really Honestly, sassy personality. my favourite childhood movie. Hey? Cassie loved it. Yeah, mm -hmm. she would. Mm -hmm. All of the tears. Horse girl. Really upsetting, mm. but you know, I always cry when he's on that train. Um, sorry, <laughs> who was doing that? Books. Okay, so which would one you like to be refreshed? Which books I have? Yeah, which ones are you looking at? No, I've only got two, so I think I can have a bit of a mild look through both of them over the course of an hour or so. Mm -hmm. So, which one are you looking at first? Book G. Book, book G. with the G. Got it. Um, make an investigation check. That's a match 20, my dudes. Hey! With a plus one. 21, very nice. nice. Um, you start inspecting um, the notes, and they do appear to be the notes of Gordis. They're written in ink. Uh, they're his, they seem to be a, a diary for his experimentation. Um, what you learn from thumbing through some of the, the pages, um, some of it's broken and some of the information is lost, um, but you kind of, you read about how he's um, taken regular diseases and infected them into subjects. And then you realize, and then you learn how after that he then tried to magically enhance the diseases and infect the subjects with them. And then he learned, once he mastered that, he then tried to do that while simultaneously using necromantic magic to sustain the body so that it was um, kind of killing the person but without killing them, like bring them as close to death as possible. Um, and then you learn how he used the regenerative properties of trolls and took troll flesh and tried to embed that into some of his spells and arcane um, magics to make this creature reform and re-knit itself so it just never died, no matter how much pain and punishment it took. Um, and it, he was, you can see he was gearing towards creating something that was undead, but still trapped the soul and prevented the, the person that it once was from leaving and moving on. There's this kind of terrible state of, um, near death permanence. And that's where you read through his notes. And you read, um, judging by what his notes were, um, it sounds like he was experimenting on simics. Um, 
as I say, when you get 21 up. So you'd also find towards the end, um, one of the later pages, he believes the, um, he notes how the simics used by Hardeth are a waste of resources. He would like access to more simics for his work. So that's why he wanted the power. And you remember that when he explained what he would do, um, should that experiment be shut down, he said he would take the simics and redistribute them. Mm. Mm. So that's what you learned from that book. Oh, Alright, just before I take a thumb through the other book, mm. um, I'll go to Evie um, and I'll just sort of point out a few things that are in the book about what he was doing mm. and what was going on. And I'll just say, look, he was using trolls, so I think that's how the troll, the spirit troll, got there. Because we were told by somebody, one of the other two, figured out that spirit trolls are created by tortured trolls. So, like, that mm. is something that he created. Yeah, but how would he get that into the gem plane? How would how would anything get anywhere? Magic. It's magic. They had a they had a, they had a, an adult white dragon in there. How did they get that in there? Yeah, but that guy knew that was there. That main guy. He didn't know it was a dragon. Fire stealer. All he knew was there is something calling us the king below. That's why he asked us mm. what it was. Yeah, but it's his experiment. I don't know how much control this guy had. Mm. He was anyway. surprised when we, when, because I told him about the troll and he thought that was the king below. Mm. I feel like he didn't know anything about it. Because my, my point here, regardless, is the man you killed may have deserved it, but for fuck's sake, don't just be murdering people in front of us all without <laughs> some level of discussion <laughs> or pre-planning. I mean, did you see what it did to those? Yeah. Would you be a little bit aware about, about, about these things? Yeah. That was really fucking rough. <laughs> and, and honestly, honestly, it is pure luck that it came about that he was an evil man, realistically. Mm. Well, I didn't. It wasn't really my choice. I'm just doing what I was told. Yeah, cool. <laughs> the blind, the, if the blind is blind, <laughs> everybody falls off a cliff. <laughs> Your blind faith had uh, uh, all of this time. I've never heard you speak about faith or gods, and then all mm. of a sudden, have you still spoken about faith or gods? Just said she's. No, she's. She, yeah, she's like. I wasn't my choice. I had to do it. She's so she's never said anything about it, and now she's like, "I had to kill him. My God said so." Did you? That's what I'm saying. Did you mention that the Raven Queen told you? Yeah, you said I had to settle my debt with the Raven Queen. You said that. Oh, you did say that. Cool. It's on record. We've got it recorded. Hello in there. So that and that's the point I'm making. Like, very suddenly, just like, it wasn't my choice. So God made me do it, but you've never. Spouted godness. That one. That one was just the fan Absolutely. listening to this. Like that one. Five years later, <laughs> just like no, no, no. Sally does say it. Sally said it. Sally said it. Um, Wait till the fan fictions come out. Oh, oh, love that. Talk about sex. Corbin Cape, like the sexual yeah. fanfic. Oh, <laughs> OTP. They're living together. They've yeah, got cute perfect. little pet. Building a house together. Starting a family. <laughs> just all love. You got stuff. Um, 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's 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 my point. Just like mm. that was a that was a wild circumstance that put us all in danger, and it was just yeah. out of nowhere. I mean, I wasn't doing it because I am in love with the Raven Queen. I was doing it to save my soul. <laughs> that makes it all better. <laughs> as long as what you're I mean, saying is, as long as that means, so there won't be any more. That's the end of it. You're just not involved with her anymore. Night, guys, I've got to go. Looks behind her hill. Nothing personal to it. Yeah, there's a, a flash of feathers, and Mario is stabbed. Any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> Just before she's about to hit long rest, so she's only got 12 HP still. It's overdone. I actually Instant had day. a 24. Oh, sorry, oh, I didn't damn. want to underestimate you. Yeah, because I had a zero hit po- nearly zero hit points, and then I used my last level four spell slot at the end of the last session to uh, fix that. Get them up. <laughs> and did you have 10 hit points for them? I had two left. And then Second. after after that little chat, yeah. I'll have a look at the one that had the silver skull on it. Okay. Um, make a dexterity saving throw. Opening it up. Yeah. Oh, 24. Yeah. Oh, 24 and then. Hey. Two saving throw. Yeah, it's going to be some kind of explosion or some kind of trap. The door just slams into you. Dexterity saving throw. Yes, please. Six. Okay. I better get some damage dice. Lucky. Ah, long rested. Wait, am I taking damage? Hey? Uh, you might be. Thanks for the one. Oh boy. Uh, I didn't hear what happened. No, I don't think so. Just you. Um, Fergus is taking damage. Don't worry. Oh, he yeah. opened a book. It's oh, very risky. Book. The old standard. Oh boy. Yeah, opening a book. Oh, standard for taking damage. The one that is clearly magical because all the blood just sloughed off of it. Yeah. yeah. The one with the big skull. Very fun. But that was a nice book. Didn't we say that was a nice book? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you open up the book and you just um, you hear this kind of um, word uttered you just hear this swag yeah language you don't understand I, just, like, I heard look, the swag <laughs> uh, and you, you see this black energy just course out of the book towards you trying to dodge it but you you can't quite. Um, Whoa! You try to hide in your shell. Yeah? <laughs> oh, there's, there's, there's no shell. Yes, I like that. And you take thirty-five points of necrotic oh. damage. Well, this is from a spell. Yep. Halved. Why? I am resistant to magic. You're resistant to magic damage. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. All, all magic spells. Yes, correct. Yeah, uh, it is right. a spell, so um, you instead take eighteen points of necrotic damage. Still, though, that's a lot of that's. Anyone, uh, it's a great start from, to the day. Any yeah. point of damage from opening a book is 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 a, is a, is is a point of damage I didn't need. Is this visibly happening? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, it happens in an instant. You just watch this black energy just course out this book. You hear the sound, and it just hits Fergus in the face. And like, um, yeah, <laughs> that, that's why I don't read. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was rough. I get other people to read for me. Uh, oh, that hurt. What happened? What did you do? Oh, that was a trap book. Oh, God. oh well, it's done now. Okay, <laughs> Better, might as well read it. Might as well read it. I've committed now. Time to open it again. Right, it would still be open. Yeah. Um, do so I do I dare turn a page? <laughs> it's just like six pages of traps. <laughs> it's misfilled an entire book, and just every page is a spell. But surely the next one's got information. <laughs> I mean, it lasts until dispelled, so he could 
over the course of his life, full and tired of yeah. murder. That would be really cool. So you could you turn the page? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're good. Um, that you, is really cool. You know, I've been playing this character for a little while now. I have resistance to any damage from spells. That is the second. first spell I've taken in this entire fucking yeah, thing that I've been playing. It's not often that you fought against wizards, I guess, or no. spellcasters. Spellcasters, yeah. That just um, seems broken, but all right. Uh, and anyone within 10 feet of me has the same. It's pretty good. It's really, um, really good. So, uh, you play. do not understand the language in the book. Should have saved it for this. <laughs> um, but it's written, yeah. There's a lot of it's very 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 small writing in dark in dark black ink that just fills the pages um, from there's no margin no titles it's just the pages are just filled and filled with this yeah. um, script. Mariel, do you can you read this? You cannot. Can anyone read this? They cannot. Yeah, take, <laughs> take, take a look. Take a look. Unless anyone's got any new language. <laughs> Hang on, I. I <laughs> If you will Still allow me, I just want to no, no, check no. my spells because I'm still getting used to the fact that I can yeah, do things. Mm -hmm. I might take out the sheet music for the Ode, Ode 2 hmm. and uh, give it a go. What, read, so, playing it? Playing it, yeah. No effect. Same job, same, it's just silent. You have to check. Does the language of the book happen like to be Like sucking your dick once, trying to suck your dick once a month. No. <laughs> but not. no. <laughs> is the, I was going to say nice try, but not, I'm not even sure it was. There's, there's no text, it's just a pair of moving lips and that's that, why no one can read it. I mean, that would be cool, but no, sadly. Because <laughs> if so, I might be able to. I do not have... Comprehend anything. Yeah, that's a can Simba read it? No. <laughs> Could speak. Um, does anyone else want to do? Um, that's pretty cool. If he speaks bear and owl, and if he changes based on his mood, he changes languages based on his mood as well. It's true. It's, it's like he swears in French. Yeah. 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 And yeah, responds angrily in French, yeah. but that's how he speaks yeah. Italian. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he speaks Swedish, the French yeah. languages. Mm -hmm. Um, he speaks English with a Swedish accent. And, <laughs> and why is it angry? Well, I suppose because it's got secrets. <laughs> right. I I guess people get a bit testy it when they've got relax. secrets. <laughs> yeah. This is from the underground um, office of Gordon's. Can't say I went down there. No, you didn't want to go down there. There was nothing good. And I'll explain to everybody what he was doing in that bottom room. Yeah. And so uh, that's all in this book. And then I also have this book, which is full of secrets. Is that also an angry book? Handful of secrets. Was that? Is that also an angry book? The other one, no, no, no. The other one's more of a diary. Oh. This one, this one just hurt. You read the man's diary? <laughs> kind of monster. <laughs> a curious. It's worse than murder. Monster. You got to be careful, or uh, you'll be Eddie's next target. <laughs> it's one murder, and everyone's joking about it. <laughs> um. Okay. I'd like, well, I'd like to get a situation where we can read what this says. I don't know if there's anything we can do about it right now. 
Is there a smack note? The Modron, by the way, has spent this time cleaning up the soot particles and has like got this. Did the Modron give a name? No, you never no, I didn't think so. Um, it's just kind of like slowly, like it's got this small round device and it pits it on the ground and like picks up the soot and then takes it to a small box and just scrapes it off and it's just going around slowly, <laughs> painstakingly slowly, picking up all the soot. Is it going like one particle at a time? Not quite, but like a small, like that much per per go. Okay. Is it like a gopher, but for like... Kind of, it's like a small plunger kind of thing. Like he puts it down and then pulls up. Maybe we should put that away for the moment. If we've got no way of reading it, it seems just like a dangerous thing to... Well, it's not dangerous anymore. It's already gone off. Right, yes. It's It's done its thing. Secrets can be dangerous. We might not want to have those out in the open. I don't think the clockwork people are going to mind very much. Um, should we... Yeah, so how do we find this centrifuge place? Well, I'll tell you, that's going to be a real trick. So, how do we get to centrifuge? He's just like, stops the cleaning. It's like... It's just finishes with the cleaning that he's doing. It hates this thing. Turns to you. Uh, I can show you the way. It is not too far from here. We are in one of the local machines. We're in one of the local machines. That would be ideal. Wait, you can speak its language? <laughs> I've been speaking its language since yesterday. I thought you were just crazy. <laughs> oh, did you know? Yes, no, 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 no. For some reason, I don't know, Di- dying seems to be a rather strange circumstance. Um, <laughs> That's for sure. When, when, I'm sure you can attest. Uh, when the little man here was speaking yesterday, I was standing to the side and I was like, Oh, I wonder, I wonder what it's saying in this weird language. And then all of a sudden, I was like, Well, of course, it's saying. What, what, what was the first thing he said? Why are you here? Uh, something along those lines, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, do, you don't, don't belong you, here. I don't belong here. I don't belong here. Yeah. It said, I don't belong here. And I was like, Oh, it said, I don't belong here. <laughs> How did I know that? Paris, are you joking? Or can you seriously talk, speak with him? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, hang on, I'll say. Can you please wave to the creature in the sparkly cape? Cloak. Cloak. Sparkly cloak. Yes, master. <laughs> so, can you? <laughs> I just realised the back of what I did. I told, I told him. <laughs> to like, yes, in a moment. I, I told him to wave at you. Oh, okay. Well, if it is true, uh, can you tell him uh, that I like his things and I'd like to add to his collection? You know, last night I asked about the things, and I spent three hours and twenty nine minutes being told everything about every single piece of object in this room. It's a strong collection. I don't I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> yeah, but just... Oh, it's fine. And then I'll uh, go into my disguise kit and find okay. a moustache comb. Okay. <laughs> and uh, walk up to the, the button, offer it to him. Okay. Um. Um, uh, tell him it's for his collection. It is a gift for your collection. What is gift? 
Does he like it? He kind of like just stands there, like <laughs> staring at you, like and staring at the object. Does he have they, one already? They don't. They don't. They don't understand the concept of gift giving. Huh. What do they understand? Really, I don't quite understand it myself yet. <laughs> oh, okay. It is a offering for your collection to improve your collection. Collection become more double good. Yes. Item. You can you can start comb section. Item received. <laughs> Item will now be placed in collection. We'll spend two hours designating correct collection cataloging. That is fine. This is your fucking fault. I told you this is gonna happen. He's gonna spend two hours, dude. Cataloging that as a piece in his collection. Oh, obviously, it's, and, it's and very multi-categorical. You be? immediately hear him like describing it in immense detail. He's just like five prongs, each is twelve millimeters in length, and just goes on like immaculately describing it. Does it have like the hive mind like uh, understanding? <laughs> Everyone now knows how to use a comb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I better guess you could let him do that for a couple of hours yeah, if you want. I'll let him do it. So is there anyone it's any... I told you what would happen. <laughs> you can sit here for two hours while you deal with the consequences of your own actions. Does anyone want to do anything else? We've now got two more hours, so... Do you have another one of those combs? Simba's a bit of a mess after all those trips in the portable hole. Uh, I have so a hairbrush. He's actually going to need to go back in if we're going to get him out of here the same way, so maybe... Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm... I'm, I'm... Don't, don't, don't worry about that now, buddy. We'll be a little while. And then you hear from your belt, Buddy, did someone say my name? <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, in your head. Like. Uh, yeah. I'll pull out Buddy and go over to Mariel. So, so Evie draws a sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll swing out my hammer and be like, Two All right, hours, hey. <laughs> All right Evie, what's going on? Uh, I'll just go over to Mariel and say, uh, Nothing but, personal, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I found the sword. Uh-huh. Uh, in the dragon's lair when you were busy reincarnating. Right, yes, yeah. That was a tough time. That, um, that was a time, alright. It, it's definitely magical in some way. Mm, it's very shiny. Very well kept. It talks to me. Oh. <laughs> it's really like being with it. <laughs> is, it is it nice? He's currently humming. It's like... Yeah, <laughs> it's really jolly. Uh, he says buddy. Oh, okay. And uh, he has these draconic symbols on the, on the blade. I was wondering if you uh, would be able to translate them. I I should be able to. Um, can I just... Yeah, it says... It says buddy. Um, it says buddy. Huh. I, it's his name, I, I guess. It's name, yeah. um, Does he talk to you? As you? Yeah, as you pick it up in your head, he's like, Oh my gosh, who are you? <laughs> oh. Um, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Marielle. You must be Buddy. I'm Buddy! How did you know my name? Well, um, Evie told me. Oh, I love Evie so much. <laughs> oh, she's... I can't wait to kill things with her. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. Um, wait, am I your friend now? Oh, uh, no, I was just reading <laughs> your name on the sword, and then I'll give you right back to Evie. Okay. She's looking forward to killing things with you, I'm sure. So, cool. Um, but we can hang out sometimes as well. 
Maybe we can be friends later? Yeah, we can be friends later. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll let you have fun with Evie first and we'll catch up later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> this is so much fun. Do you have any other friends? Can I meet all of them? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow night. Okay. <laughs> Do one a day. Sure. Ooh, like that. that'll be fun. <laughs> you two are just talking to a sword. Yes. You're talking yes. to a beeping robot. You can't talk. <laughs> that's a language, that's an intelligent being. That's a sword. <laughs> yes, it's just a sword. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's 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 just a sword. We're um we're actually talking to each other. Mm. Mm. It's a code we're working on. Yeah. Just in case. I like to think the boys like it like puts we're it down with like the long things and like looks at it and like no. <laughs> Deceptions. <laughs> Function. It doesn't matter, I rolled a natural one. Yeah. On my yeah. inside check. Oh well we'll just give it a roll. Deception. Okay, why not? Oh. It's part of the fun. <laughs> if you roll lower than a four, you're dead. I rolled a six. So dead. <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, I lower than a five. Six. And she failed. <coughs> 24. Unless you, you wanted to give me beautiful luck so I can re-roll my natural one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, make up our own code language just in yeah, case. Just in case. Uh, we subterfuge needed. Yeah. You get the impression Muriel's not being straight with you. You can't look out why. Yeah. She's, you're just like, well, they're lying about something. <laughs> I just can't figure out what it is. Yeah. Oh, also, I want to go and speak to Tamos. And uh, show her the wand I found. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If she knows uh, what it is. Well, oh, actually, I've got a few things. <laughs> <laughs> it's good thing we have this time to sort. Well, like you've got a couple of hours to kill, am I right? <laughs> Can you just tell me if these are magical and or bad? <laughs> Do you have identify? So uh, I don't have identify, but I detect magic, uh, so I can tell what. You can tell it's magical. Give them I to people, and we can all rest for an hour and um, attune to it and see what it is. Um, okay, so um, you see the wand is um, is a very fancy looking golden wand. You can see why Evie immediately picked it up. Uh, it looks like it's made of gold. Um, Detect magic definitely picks up it's magical. Um, you also pick up her new rapier on her belt is magical. Um, and what else? Was there anything else you're looking at? Uh, I've got a book that I found in the desk, mm-hmm. which is bound with chains and it's got a block on it. Yep. Um, those thin silver chains, which you notice are very similar to the ones, ones used on the. But I will pull that out as well. So continue. Uh, there was one in the desk, and there was one in the. Yeah, yeah. Shelves. Sorry, I don't know how I described them last time, but they're the same type. Of chains. Oh, they're the same. Okay. Yeah. Same type of chains. Okay. Um, they're the same as the chains around the Simic necklace. Mm. Um, and uh, one from upstairs. So one from with that first book that you pulled out from the desk, um, you notice that there. The book itself doesn't seem to be magical, but there's something magical coming from it, mm. sort of within maybe it's hard mm. to say there's just there's a magical source in there somewhere okay maybe something on a page or something like that is it what school did I get put it from um let me check <laughs> where's the one from the it desk the well. yeah. from the desk oh, right, 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 right. yeah it is I didn't see because I left the room evocation evocation and the wand is uh the wand I mean, I guess, see, here's the thing with magical items, it's yeah, kind of it's hard, hard to prescribe one. I'd say enchantment. You enchantment. pick up it's, it's, it's been enchanted as an item. So it's like a magical item. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Where's the page, or the book? Where the evocation I... within it. 
Can I do like an arcana to see if it's like a trap or if it's just. Yeah, sure. I'll go and check. Uh, With this music, it must be. 16. Um, you inspect it a little closely. You don't see any signs of it being a trap. Mm. Um, it's odd, like the longer you stare at it and the longer you look at it, it feels like there's something within the book itself. Um, like a, a smaller than the book that is giving off this magical signal, but it's hard okay. to say. Are the chains magical or are they just chains? Uh, they're just silver chains. Oh, I also have another book. <laughs> uh, this one was found. This one has symbols on the spine, sinister looking, scaly, leather cover. Yes. And a lock with the thin silver chains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought um, I didn't want to be doing this two hours. Not. Mm, you do detect there is some spicy, residual after. magic yeah, yeah. in this that. Just again, get you to school. Just give me all of the books. I'll open them and <laughs> use my magic resistance to save my butt. This one has on the book opening pets. <laughs> uh, conjuration magic to it. Conjuration. Oh, that sounds bad. Okay. Um, can I do an arcana check to see if it would go off if yep. we opened it? Yeah, yeah. Again, no signs of a trap. Um, there does seem to be this very intricate lock, um, but you don't see any magical rings or anything like that. I might wait until we're in a safer place before I open it. Sure, yeah. I mean, I suppose this like random lock. <laughs> the locks themselves don't seem to be magical, but there's okay. definitely something magical in the book. Okay. Sounds spicy. <laughs> now, with that wand, could I spend time to identify it? How uh, does that work? You could spend an hour to uh, tune to it. Okay, yeah, I might do that and figure out what it does. Okay. Um, you cannot attune to it. Oh, bugger. You realise this, um, I'll say after uh, a few minutes or so, you realise this ain't for me, maybe in a couple of levels, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you can use anything in a couple of levels. Could I spend whatever portion of this two hours I was not hanging out with Buddy uh, <laughs> to pull out my weaving kit and start knitting that little uh, Yeah, you can carry on. Cloak. Carry on knitting. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, Count Jalapeno. Count Jalapeno. Make a... I forgot about him. Where is he? Make a, a sleight of hand check and a performance check. Sleight of hand and performance. <laughs> I'll write it. Um, we'll say sleight of hand is blue, performance is pink. Oh, if when Mara starts pulling out her kit, I'll start um, playing music for her to inspire her. Very nice. Inspired. So sleight of hand... Uh, Okay, so that's an 11, so I'm going to in- be inspired for that. Um, what does it Detail. Okay, um, so you start getting the technical details down of um, how to weave this little cloak. Um, you can't really come up with a pattern, you've not to use so you make a very simple black knitted cloak um, and you, you finish it within a couple of hours so you now ah. have that for the jalapeno it's only small oh very small yes. I'll uh, try and okay. fit it on him so his head is shaded he kind of like resists and does the curly back thing where it just like mm-hmm. as you try and touch it's like <laughs> you get it on uh, <laughs> seems to get used to it um, and it's fine with it at best <laughs> yeah. I hope, hopefully not it's not too restricting because it is sort of just like a cape. It's not like there's just, any at the moment just hanging off his back. So, yeah. yeah. So keeps shaking. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's uh, that's my. Yeah. Was there anything else? Um, I've just a DM 
same question. Oh. Um, I will try to help. I just want to add Buddy to my hmm. inventory. Should I just add it as a normal rapier? Well, he's a plus two rapier. Plus two? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so One for each D. Um, <laughs> add him in, and then you can just customize the name. Because he's just yeah. a plus two rapier, but he's sentient. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Question to the DM? Yes. How are you? <laughs> um, bit warm actually, but otherwise okay. Yeah, it's a little warm here. Take a turn for the warmth. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yep, I did choose to come to this country. Mm. <laughs> that's up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We don't advertise it as not hot. No. <laughs> Famously, you don't. They don't tell you how hot it is though. Uh, they tell you it's hot, but it's everyone's always like, nah, it gets hot where I'm from. I'm like, yeah, sure it does. Okay. You're doing such a good job. If everyone's uh, done with the rest, it's probably a good time to wrap up the session. Because it's been yeah. a long one. So I'd long. say so. Um, so, yeah, like I say, anything I else anyone wants to do real quick, we can. Otherwise... It hasn't. Well, it's been a long day. Like Our recording is two hours, 47 minutes. It's actually a short session. Wow. I just want to read out the names of my weapons because they've all got names. Oh, <laughs> yes, do it. I've got Blood Soaker, I've got Buddy, I've got Spirit Bane, Sunblade, and Twin Spike. <laughs> damn, that's cool. The family. The whole Loaded. family. Oh, can I have an idea on the table? Uh -huh. um, a player idea. I'm just going to leave it there and you can take it, leave it, burn it, I don't care. Right. Your, um. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> your modern friend is looking for a friend. Or even, should I say. Buddy. I'm just gonna put wow. it on the table. Oh, um, could be a spicy. Together forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it there. Give your boy a plus two rapier. <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> but so happy. We do, we do that right as we leave. And yeah. He's coming. Allow he's the coming. Is this something I thought of? I was like, I can't oh, not say this. <laughs> I thought you were staying with him. He's coming with me, and then me and he are going to do great me things. And <laughs> me and he. Me and he are going to do great things in the material plane. <laughs> that is the plan. Alright, well, good job. No one died. Nice work, guys. That was incredibly special. Didn't even do any fun. I know. Did wow. talk damage, though, still. <laughs> <laughs> now, your monitor and friend has 5 HP, so please be careful. Oh, boy. Okay. Protect. Please be gentle. Protect. Um, can we... Oh, I was gonna say give him death saves and stuff, but it won't matter. Like, <laughs> he disintegrates for the, for the most for the most part. <laughs> well, he just disintegrates if he dies. Well, no, yeah, what we need to do is we need, we need to keep hunting like a level two until he gets promoted. <laughs> Hunt a level three to his and then we'll, we'll get him to the we'll highest level rank. Yeah. We'll do some level grinding. Yeah. Well, they only get promoted when a slot becomes available, so you just have to kill his superiors. Exactly. Yeah, oh, keep, keep, keep doing it. Yeah, but keep doing until it's his turn. Until he becomes promoted. the king of Makanas, <laughs> and then like he is like. I don't belong here, but I'm going to rule of this place. You know that feeling when you're at work and you're like, I should not have this job. <laughs> I should not have this soft power. Yeah. First we make him the king of Makanus, then we give him buddy. Yeah. And then, uh... They're all together. And then as, we've uh, done our jobs. Machine and sword. Yeah. It should be. As one. <laughs> man, oh man. Alright, well, They bring them job. together, then they become one. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for winging it with us, listeners. Yeah, thanks for coming on this <laughs> proverbial <laughs> journey. Uh, it's been a ride. It's been an effort, but yeah, we did we did Ooh. well. 
And we'll see where the next one goes. Resume. Uh, see you soon. We see you guys. Resume the fable Peace. at the teat of Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Well, that's enough chaos for today. Thank you very much for listening to us. We appreciate you taking the time. Catch you on the next one. Bye.